Thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. So have you ever seen how, like, when you go, let's say you were doing, like, an advertising campaign for a company and you need, like, a stock image. They have, like, these services where you can go get just a whole bunch of stock images. You're like, doctor smiling, and it's a whole bunch of people in lab Doctor coats. smiling? Yeah. They're the worst. I mean, <laughs> The I corniest know, stuff the ever. The worst. Right? I mean, stock photography is... Who yeah. signs up for that gig, by the way? Well, that's... <laughs> That's the thing that actually brings us to the stories. you got to be kind of careful for signing up for those gigs because when you give your image to whoever it is to use as stock imagery, anyone that subscribes to their service, uh, you sign away all of your rights to your face. And we've seen it over the years where people are, you can tell, like they didn't know they were signing up to be the face of the I can't achieve an erection guy, and then they are, and you're like, dang. Or like, I've got a STD, and I'm smiling. Yeah, like a herpes commercial. You're like, I just thought I was going to be a guy riding a bike. I didn't know that I was going to be the herpes dude. The bike bike riding herpes guy. I thought I was going to be the bike guy. Instead, I'm the herpes guy. (laughs) Great. On a bike. (laughs) As a person who's in the world of photography, there's a lot of shady-ass photographers yeah. Who are out there who will do this because you? They'll make you sign a contract. They won't give you access. Sign to, away all your rights for yep, a flat that, fee or whatever. Yeah, or not even pay you. Right. That's the thing. That a lot of them won't even pay you, and they'll they'll like we'll resell these images. Ooh. And we can do whatever we want with them, and you've consented to that. I don't like that. I feel like they're going to start using their faces on like the dark web. So there's this woman whose name is Christian Dermott, and she graduated college back in 2010, said she needed some new headshots, and she was hoping to use the new pictures to find some work as an actress. Uh, what she didn't do was read the contract all the way through, and the photographer sold her pictures to a stock image uh-huh. site. See, all I heard in that is that she graduated from college in 2010, and it's now working out, so she's going into acting. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep, pretty much. And now she has been placed on the cover of an erotic novel that is titled His Big Childhood Sweetheart. She is the big childhood sweetheart, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's some dude who has got like his shirt halfway off. He's like a hunky guy. And then it's her... Just smiling. L- looking like she's taking headshots for Intel. Like there's I mean, I saw this picture in the headshot in general, and it was trash work to begin with. I mean I Terrible. feel bad I feel bad that she paid for those headshots mm. in general because yeah. that photographer was horrible. But if she's trying to get into acting, this is kind of a step in yeah. the right direction for She uh, could be in the next uh what was it, Christian Grey. What were those Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. Why do I remember his name? I book? would like to be in the next Fifty I, Shades of Gravy book. Oh. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Gravy. Mm. That would definitely be a very instead good of six book. packs. <laughs> instead of the red room, it's just the gravy room. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Drown me in gravy, like just right on the right on the brink of suffocating. Hot. Choke Hot. me with a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's your gag. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to survive is to eat your way out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cholesterol <laughs> is my safe word. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Well,
Well, we now know who the winner of the gigantic Powerball was. The $2 billion one is the one that I'm talking about. We know they came out? Yeah, so the guy, his name is Edwin Castro, and he came out publicly uh, to basically tell everyone that he wants to remain private. Uh, (laughs) So under California rules, and he did win in California, the name of the winner must be disclosed, but no other information has to be made public. And you're like, well, that sucks. Like, that's one thing if it's like 19... 44 and like there's no Google like you you, you just hear a name you don't know anything about them there's no way to find out but in this day and age like you know that people are going to be tracking this guy down now Uh, he did take the lump sum which is crazy that the 2.04 billion dollar Powerball jackpot ended up being less than one billion dollars it was over two less than one but I get it that's America still taxes million dollars lump sum I feel like if you win the lottery you then play the lottery again with your life yeah you yeah, are 100%. Bit. Have Most, you ever seen those specials that they do on the people that have won the lottery and like all of them die or their family all the, dies? For the large, for the they, large winnings. Yes. They get houses burned down. It's just crazy. A lot of times it's because it's all new money and they have no idea what to do with it. And there's all sorts of people around them that are trying to take advantage. But almost $1 billion as a lump a sum. Uh, no, it's not. He said, as much as I'm shocked, and this is a prepared statement, and ecstatic to have won the Powerball drawing, the real winner is the California public school system. This is a lawyer. The this edu- guy, okay, they Well, somebody right. wrote this for him. Yeah. So. The education system will receive over $150 million as a result of the win. He now carries the unique label of having the, uh, won the most amount of money in the entire world from a lottery. See, $150 million to the school system? Show me. Sorry, I'm now, such a skeptic. Like, show receipts? me. Yep. <laughs> show me what schools, how you're providing, because all the teachers that I know for the most part are having to buy their own markers. That's what it should and be. you can't it write should, it off anymore. You can't write it, it off. Should, it should be $150 million exclusively in just teacher bonuses. Just yep. give them money. Yes. Infrastructure. Yes. But here's, what, here's, the, here's, the, here's the truth about the lottery in every state. state. The lotto comes into the state. Lottery comes into the state. And sure, they do provide $150 million, but they take that other $150 million that they were already providing they for education yeah. and they put it somewhere else. So the, the it, you're not adding an extra yeah. $150 million. <laughs> right. yeah. It's the same money that it's always it's been. Just same thing with weed, around. the same thing with everything else. Mm-hmm. We don't value education in this country and we never... Which is crazy, yeah. especially after don't. after the pandemic when we were putting uh, teachers up as heroes because they were the only people who were really like working with our kids because parents sure weren't and you know just like putting them in front of a from a in front of a computer and yep. like basically just doing the lord's work and now we're just like ah, whatever yeah. <laughs> no whatever I mean, we're, we're moving in the direction that education's only going to be for the rich at some point okay you're a little bit dramatic no okay. that's dude okay dave trust me on this one okay you're rich so you don't have to worry oh, I'm, I'm rich am i <laughs> well now now you can kids. afford eggs every morning <laughs> five of them this dude eats uh, three eggs on the way to work as he's being chauffeured and then he just throws eggs on the floor <laughs> just to show his excessive wealth <laughs> it's if like I, I don't even need this egg <laughs> he just throws people, it on the ground if i had a hard-boiled egg right now i'd throw it at each one of you yes Dave, I heard them, honey. Dave eggs the poor. That's right. Uh, eggs the poor. <laughs> well, it's not like I hate the troops like you. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message. 
Yeah, Hey, the Mahoney, I'm right there with you in age. And yes, the kids' programs we watched, Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers, very good. But did you guys also watch and do you remember the show Reading Rainbow with LeVar Burton? Another good show as kids. Message deleted. Yeah, no, Reading Rainbow was, was so iconic for a lot of people in our generation that if you recall when the whole uh, Jeopardy hosting thing came up, what was it, a couple of years ago, I yeah. guess, uh, that there was a huge push online to make LeVar Burton the host of Jeopardy because he was so instrumental in, like, educating people His of the generation. with education yeah. is... Iconic. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the producers of Jeopardy were like, nah. The only other person that I think of whenever I think of who was educating me as a child would be Bill Nye. So, okay, I didn't have a lot of Bill Nye the Science Guy. There was Mr. Wizard. Do you remember Mr. Wizard? No. Mr. Wizard. He was another science-style guy, huh. Beekman's World. Mm-mm. Anybody? No, but you don't remember Beekman's World? Did you it was guys? A, I, I fell asleep. talking in, rat? I fell asleep in class a lot. Did you guys have Channel One? No. no. Is that where all the Nova things were on? Or like PBS? No, so, like, no, like Channel One was actually like an in-school kids news Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe for so, your, your we town. Have, we didn't have TVs, man, in my school. You didn't have TVs? We I think ours was two, Channel 13. We had, we had two TVs in my school, and you had to roll that bitch in. But I, I remember that they had they installed TVs in all the rooms. It was a big deal, because we were all like, Look, is every day a movie day now? And they're like, no. But it was because there was an agreement with Channel 1. But Channel 1 is where I remember seeing the news of Kurt Cobain taking his own life, because it was, it was like- Allegedly. Uh, Courtney, we're looking at you. Uh, no, I mean it was, it, but there's some serious stuff on yeah. there as well. But then also just kind of like getting the day going. But it was all like news programs produced by students. You know what? That's kind of nuts to think about. Yeah, I found out about nine eleven on one of those roly outy TVs. Yeah, uh, that's that's where we not watched. a flat screen. No, nope. not a computer. Same thing for me. But uh, a roly outy TV. I'm going to take it back a, a few more years. Uh, the roly TV for the OJ Chase. We watched that you guys in watch middle, that school, school? And middle school the, and, and the verdict. And, and the trial. They announced oh, yeah. the verdict over you the loudspeaker. Teachers were like, listen, this is for school. <laughs> I like how, you know, so, there's breaking news happening now. Everyone grabs their phone. You go to, yeah. you know, your sites or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times it's happening in real time and you're tracking it on Twitter, whatever it is, right? Back in the day, they used to have to be like, Hey, somebody roll in the TV. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. <laughs> that always that one janky wheel. Plug it in and <laughs> tune it to the right channel. Yeah, that was a thing. That I, is nuts. We are old. What do you mean? We watched all of those on the TV. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, now they do it, it on doesn't. projectors, right? Well, we right? watched the, like, the, I, I, I can't remember if it, we watched it live or not, but seeing the Challenger. Challenger, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Oh, and just same like, thing. I can't remember if I watched that live. I think we were watching it live. I mean, I just have such a horrible, horrible memory what? of it. Yeah, because yeah, you, you would have watched it happen live. Well, because there was, was a, a whole teacher. country was watching, right? Because yeah. they, there was a teacher who was on one of the, the astronauts. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. the teacher and the monkey one, right? The monkey was a different one? The monkey was a, that was like 50 years earlier. What? That was like Sputnik. What? I thought there was been multiple monkeys. Oh, we shot a bunch of monkeys into space. Which bunch is, of dead, oh. bunch of dead ass monkeys floating around out there. Do you think These that they consented? Like, Man, I am an intelligent being. I am just not that intelligent. I just can't tell you. I do not want to go to outer space. Right? What if they're terrified of, of what's out there? Of course they were. They're, they died <laughs> uh, t- alone. Well, every every. Well, person. we got Tang out of it. Thanks, monkeys. And ice being cream a spokesperson of, the, of Tang. Ice cream of the future. Uh, ice cream. Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only... That's, we, that NASA did not create Dippin' Dots. Still waiting for the future, Dippin' Dots. Yeah, you, you, know, y'all, haven't, y'all haven't taken down, you haven't taken down big ice cream, though. Dude, you've been talking no. about the ice cream of the future for 40 years. You're old. Yeah. You're old hat, <laughs> Dippin' Dots. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, y'all. 
what's something that's gotten less and less interesting for you as you've gotten older? Message deleted. Literally everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, define anything Going that out. I have a passion yes. about. Going out. Hey, we see that meme all of the time, right? Like when you were a kid, you're sneaking out of your house to go to parties, and now that you're in your 30s or 40s, you're sneaking out of parties to go to your house. And that's just so true. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I wasn't, it wasn't that long ago that I was like going out and about, but I feel like the going out and about at a certain time can it. Like, I, like yeah. if it's after, I mean, even the thought of going to an 8.30 dinner oh, on no. a Friday. That's, a, that's an insult. Oh, I'm going to go to 8, 8.30. I'm already 4.30. 4.30. Okay, that's a little maybe dramatic. F- maybe 5.30. 4.30. 6.30 is 7, 7 is the latest 15. because then that means the dinner is wrapped by 8.30. No, but 7 o'clock the busiest time. You know that in the service industry. Sure, I know, but then that's where like all of, like the energy whenever you're getting out of hustle and bustle yeah, and all the tables are yeah. full. You get the worst service. Not necessarily. I, you get way better service when you're I like mean, the yes, only table. <laughs> yes, when you're the only person in the restaurant because Damn right. nobody else will Absolutely. eat. Absolutely. And hand. I'm out before yeah. that. It's, it's I can have a conversation. I don't have to yell. I don't have to look for parking. Okay, 4.30 oh is a little, a little Dude, early My wife me. and I will eat dinner at 2.20. Bro, invite me. I'm down. Also, what about, I mean, I know you guys don't, but maybe you do. I'm wearing high heels. I like am so over but that. Maybe we do. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know what you all do. Dave La Jolla, just on the weekends. Fishnets. You could. You could. I certainly could. Um, no, I don't wear high heels, but what about but them? But is just there the, a shoe that you guys just do just, not, just, will not just, wear anymore? Just dress shoes. Like so the, it's just dressing up in general. Yeah, for I hate yeah. it. I mean, so we did the MMA awards this past year. I had to wear heels. It was you awful. Wore, you wore heels, but I, like, I wore a suit, but I was wearing it all day. You're on your feet all day. Like, as soon as the awards were over, I went straight up to my room, changed into like, my jeans and shirt and Nikes, and I'm just like, I'm done see, with this. But you like, 90% of people don't see your shoes. But they did pull yeah. the Skip Bayless, the Jordans and and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. uh, suit thing. Yeah. See what killed That's it like for the me. New, the new look for everyone. What was the is when they started sponsoring these old dudes that wanted to be more comfortable. And you've got like Howie Long wearing Sketchers. Well, Snoop Dogg's <laughs> doing Sketchers commercials he now too. He looked one million years old in that commercial because of their shoes. I don't care how cool you are. You cannot make Sketchers cool. But they matched his tracksuits. It doesn't look good. I mean, <laughs> well, they tried Kim Kardashian. Where are Sketchers getting all this money? I've Who's never, buying? I've never seen somebody in the wild well, wear sketches. Well, some people love them. Mm, old people love them. Is it, yes. Are they marketing to old people? Yeah. Yes, specifically. Is that why they're going with Howie Long and Snoop Dogg now? Martha Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. old yeah, people. Oh. The best meme I saw was like how Snoop Dogg went from being the face of St. Ides. You know, yeah. malt liquor to yeah. the face sketchers. sketchers. <laughs> They're like, nobody expected this turn in the uh, in the universe, and yeah, here we, we are. As we just get older, we want more comfort. I mean, like, Mahoney, I even think about, I know that you are a big, you know, you're, you're going into your comfort of uh, if you find a sweater that you like or if you find jeans that you like, but the jeans specifically, when you told me that they're like, Extra stretchy. They're basically like sweatpants yeah, the of mugs, jeans. Mugsy yeah. jeans. Duluth, <laughs> I just got a pair of Duluth Trading Company jeans that are, that are really good too. Oh, they're another stretchy. <laughs> Great so more extra, Duluth Trading so Company. So basically, Dude, you Duluth have just found the jogger up, pants, Dude, the workout sh- pants of jeans. Don't shut up. That is a good company. It's no, American. It's, it's from they don't. You, it's from your home show. state. Uh, listen, anything from Minnesota is spectacular. Are they manufactured in Minnesota or are they manufactured in China? They're made in America. They're made in America. Or is there just company? It's an American company. No, oh, we know it's an American company, but so is like Apple and Nike 
And, you know, they're oh, like... poor little tiny fingers. Yeah. You work for free because you're a slave, so... That's horrible. <laughs> but, but our I clothing's know. cheap, so hey, we... Yeah, so it checks it. out, yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I can't say anything. Some of the clothing brands that I buy from, I'm like, how is this shirt five bucks? Yeah. And, and then, then and then you go to ask the company, and they're like, we don't they're like, disclose that information. Hey. Meanwhile, people are sewing help me into the tags. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Literally, Dave. That's the literal oh. real life thing. People are sewing help me into the tags. Okay, you probably shouldn't buy any more of those shirts. I know it's comfy and five bucks, but it's a blood shirt. Stop. <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh, it's okay. We can lab grow diamonds now. We don't need bloody diamonds, so let's just get pl- bloody $4 t-shirts. Oh, boy. Uh, Mahoney, just checking in. Did you, uh, you're doing your research over there? Doing, doing, my re- doing your own research. Doing my own. Uh, actually, uh, the Duluth Trading Company is now owned by the Finns. What are the Finns? Finland? Uh, their own, it's owned by Finland? The Finnish? A Finland company, uh, Fiskars. Oh, yes, the Fiskars in but Finland. We like, we like, we like <laughs> Finland. It looks like a penis, so what up? <laughs> that's, that's your opinion. That's, that's where he keeps his penis. penis. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you went from Minnesota being absolutely okay with it to Finland also being absolutely okay with it? Yeah. Okay, well, so it's not an American company, though. And actually, so. uh, their headquarters is uh, no longer in Minnesota. It's in Wisconsin. Mount Horeb. Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. <laughs> Do you know where that is? No, not off the top of my head. Why if That's you're the horrible. Duluth Southern trading Park. company, why would you move from Minnesota? Why would you move from Duluth? I'm probably got better tax breaks in Wisconsin. I mean, come on, man. Good for them. Whatever. Please leave a message after the tone. Look, it's twenty twenty three. Can someone please tell me? Like where are all the sex robots at? Like I had high hopes for the future, but I guess I was wrong. Message deleted. They're out there. Yeah, they're, we just don't have Westworld style sex robots, yeah, man. They're just not like super cool and like have like six shooters on yeah. their hip. Any she, appliance can be if you try hard enough. If you're brave enough, yeah, anything can be a sex that robot. That air fryer, yep. that toaster. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is your old Twitter feed just like riddled with those rosebud things? You know what I'm talking about? No. Young lady, what have you been searching? It's for men and women. What? It's for men and women? Mm-hmm. It's a rosebud? I don't know about Googling. <laughs> You're on a work computer. <laughs> is it a rose toy? Is that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's like for men and for women. Oh. It, yeah, I mean, this oh. looks like a rose thing. It's all over. I don't know why, but it's on my TikTok. It's on my Twitter. And, I mean, I don't have one. I don't plan on using them. But whatever, whatever reason, they sell those it is Walmart? highly promoted on all of the platforms that I'm on. All I get on Twitter are like the the worst ads of all time. Like here's a magnet backed phone case and like the world's crappiest like flashlight. Mine is like ro- the rosebud and Alpha Brain. <laughs> when I started taking Alpha Brain, I realized I needed a sex toy. Audrey's so my algorithm. brain can get the zoomies and my lady parts. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. Were you guys ugly kids or cute kids growing up? I was cute as hell. Were you? Yeah. I was a cute baby and then pre-puberty, like total ghoul. Yeah. I mean, I definitely went through the ghoul years. I think it's good for you to go through the ghoul years. It's character building. It is. Getting picked on Uh, is character building. Those those years were uh, rough. I did find another... Glorious photo of me with a mullet. I oh will yeah, share this with is a, Audrey. Okay, so Mahoney is, as we know, the biggest okay. Mahoney historian there is. But <laughs> that, yeah, he's full of fun facts about if himself. If you ask him for a picture of that's himself, that's a great photo from 1988. He's got one on lock. That's probably from 1987. 
Oh, that is a good mullet. Dude, I've never, seen, I've, mullet. Never, I've never seen that mullet before. I've, you need to grow your hair out, man. Look at how luscious those locks. And it's a mullet with bangs. Yeah. How you got, old would you say you were there? Six, maybe seven. Just to give, give you a description of what it looks like, it looks like a bowl cut, and then it just goes into a beautiful flowing Missouri mullet. waterfall. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the yeah. reason why I ask if you were like a cute kid or an ugly kid is because I've... Oh, my God. Look at Audrey. <laughs> I have the same glasses. She today. looks like your middle daughter. And that same she haircut. Does she does with those glasses. <laughs> The glasses, the big glasses. The on. same haircut and the same glasses. I mean, I'm just taller. I mean, you're you're kind of implants. Yeah, you're. <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute, though. Look at you, buddy. My eyes were literally crossed. Yeah. <laughs> like they could not get more crossed. But yeah, that's what I looked like as a child. So the reason why I ask if you were a cute kid or ugly kid is because I, I thought that you know I wasn't like an ugly kid, but. When it comes to like getting Valentine's Day at schools, I don't know if that's just become a bigger thing, but my daughters are in school, my two mm-hmm. oldest, yeah. and they got dozens of Valentines from people. Well, and I think they have cute. to give everybody Valentines now. It's participation. Uh, it's a participation mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. But I think what we, because we, we even had to do something <laughs> similar, or at least I don't know if we had to, but we did. Like, I remember in elementary school, like, I would bring a... I would bring Valentine's for everybody in the class, yes. but then my my special my, my special friend, friend I would bring yeah. you know uh, like an extra special Valentine mm. for them. Yeah, same. I did that one year in sixth grade. I'll never forget. It. I was dating a guy. His name was Mikey, and Mikey. I was just so all about Mikey. Yeah. And he was a little skater boy with his little skater hair, and he was so into ACDC. And he was, and I was like, "What would you like for Valentine's Day, Mikey?" And he was like, "I would love the ACDC." CD. I didn't know which one, and I got on the wrong one. And not, oh no! Not only did one? he tell me that it was the wrong one, I think I could, yeah, it was like the ACDC Greatest Hits remastered. No, I don't. I think I got on the, what was the one that had Hell's Bells on it? It's like I already have this one. Oh, you already oh. had it. Okay, so that's, so, that's different. That's and not then your fault though. He broke up with me. Oh, because you got the wrong ACDC what CD. Yeah, because you didn't and, know. You didn't know. So then him. I liked him more. Yeah, <laughs> oh, then you're so toxic. And then I was like, hey, I like you. I think that was the start of it. You should ruin his marriage. You should find him on social media. You ruin, bang his his dad. Uh, you yeah, bang ruin his life. Yeah, ruin his life. Um, his his. Uh, I don't think so. Is his dad dead? <laughs> I don't. I'm not into that part of the, the the having the sex with the daddies who are six feet in the ground. But oh. he's a, he's a good kid. And he's not mom. married. He's not. Oh, I don't know if he wait ever knew until, his mom. Wait until he gets married and then ruin his marriage. <laughs> he <laughs> does long work, game, guys, Audrey. He does work for UPS. Good, good benefits. And good shape. Yeah. Great shape. Yeah. Always on the move. You never, you never see a fat UPS person. And you can climb up the, the corporate yeah. ladder really well with UPS. Yeah, because you're great at climbing ladders. Yeah, because you got to move. And you're good All at delivering packages. Well, you also get, I mean, my best friend's been a driver for UPS for 20 years. You fat? get money, money. Hell no. He's, he That's can what eat. I mean. I mean, great but shape. he's all, he was never. Like, he's, 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 a, he's a little dude. Is he? Yeah. Uh, athletic. But, very athletic. But couple hernias yeah. <gasps> yeah from two big a box as far as well, not body. even not even that just it's, you do the same thing for 20 years Ouch. Mm-hmm. but but my my daughter who is in preschool she is four years old she got a whole bouquet from a kid in that's class. crazy how did I that know. make you feel because I'm, I'm really curious about that that's her first crush like, at what four? is going on here i'm like is <laughs> that four. your boyfriend she's like no and i'm like is that your crush and she's like Maybe. Add <laughs> <laughs> a girl. Got my eyes on you, Jack. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Here's a game that we came up with when we were drinking. Okay, drunk. This is Who's Horny with Dave and Mahoney. How about Dave and Mahoney?
It's the most important game that's ever been played on radio. They no, say no. that it's going to win us our macaroni award, no, no, which no. I'm very excited about. Dave, it's a Marconi award, and we're oh, never getting one of those, oh, nor do we care, because awards are made up, and I don't they're care only given to people. Marconi award. I care I'm about nominating Marconi us. Award. I'm yes, nominating you us. should. We that's deserve it, it. We deserve it. <laughs> Nominate yourselves. Um, okay, so you guys trying to figure out which horn belongs to which car. Again, very important stuff. Okay. Uh, we do have a, a young kid that I guess has like a whole YouTube channel that uh, that Jordan was able to stumble across where like this kid is showcasing different horns of different vehicles. Oh, so this kid stole our content, so we're going to steal his content? Exactly. It's, it's the trifecta of okay. stealing content. So, all right. Are you guys ready for the first one? Sure. There's a total mm-hmm. of three. You guys are playing together today. Here we go. Mm. That's that, a Toyota. Okay, a Toyota's not on the list, but... That's a Volkswagen. Not on the list either. You want to keep going, I'm or do you want some multiple choice here? <laughs> I'm out. Is that A, a 1999 Chrysler Sebring? Maybe. Sure. B, a 2002 Ford Mustang GT? No. Two tinny. C, a 2001 Chevy Malibu. Oh. That's a Malibu. That's a Malibu. I don't think there was a 99 Sebring. Oh. Uh, I would be surprised if there was. I'm going to go with the Boo. Which Malibu sounds great with some pineapple juice right now. Yeah, it does. Chevy Malibu for Audrey. Mahoney? Also, uh, the Caribou Lou. Malibu. Give me that Boo. Uh, Guys, I'm so sorry to tell you that it is not a Malibu. It is a 2002 Ford Mustang GT, believe it. Here's the young man explaining it to us. 2002 Ford Mustang horn. I had a, I had a 2002 Ford Mustang GT back in the day. That was the squared like off one, right? The more squared off. Those were the late 90s and then the early 2000s, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, because I had an 89 and I had a like 91. The side yeah, they had the side vents on it with the 2002. I thought those the, were pretty early, boxy. I loved the boxier Mustangs. I did too. Those were my like favorite 80s, cars growing the, up. The really rounded ones in the 90s were the but, worst those that were have terrible, ever yeah. been made. Yeah. And then the ones that came out after that, after I thought that, turned yeah. out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the early 2000s were worse. You know what I like it. right now? There's one in my neighborhood. Somebody's got one of the Mustang EVs, the like the crossover SUVs. Uh-huh. They, I was, Looks pretty good. I mean, it's not a Mustang, but it looked, you know, for something that's called a Mustang, looks pretty cool. It does feel like a bit of a departure. I get that Ford was like Mustang, it's a popular brand. We're going to use yeah. it, but it's also like, cool, but that's not a Mustang. Mustang. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, no points so far. Both of you doing terrible. Here we go on to number two. Okay. Mm. Got some echo Beefy. in there. That feels yeah. like a Buick. Uh, not on the list. Okay. Is it A, a 2005 Hyundai Santa Fe? B, a 2000 Toyota Celica, or C, a 2008 Pontiac G6. Give it to me one more time. Here you go. Pontiac. Buick and Pontiac, pretty much the same thing. So you're going Pontiac, Mahoney? Pontiac. And I said Pontiac, Pontiac same time. as well, and both of you totally incorrect once again. Nice. Yeah. Kick we, are, uh, we are striking out here. We awesome. are not so horny. Been drinking a lot of whiskey today. You know what it is? It's because Valentine's Day is in the rearview mirror. Is that why? Yeah, no more horniness. Oh, just, yeah. I got all my horns out. Yeah, good for you. What was that? 2005 Hyundai Santa Fe horn. I mean, great. Shut I, up, I, kid. I, just play the horn. Why are we getting all these like <laughs> early 2000 cars that we? There's no chance we've ever driven any of these. I wasn't even driving what are you in 2000. About? In 2005, you weren't driving? No. But you drove a Santa Fe, no, you're right? <laughs> you know anybody who drove a Santa Fe in 2005? I mean, no. No, of course not. Exactly. But I mean, it's not like it stopped existing in 2005. It could still be available for you to drive no, anytime no, between no. 2005. No. It could 
cars last no, I hopefully like, more than five years were you driving in 2010? They all blew up. I mean, t- 2005 uh, Hyundais, that was like right on the cusp. About 2007 when they came out with the 2007 Sonata, which is the one I owned, is when Hyundai really turned the corner. Oh, because you drived it. Yes. Yeah. Drove it. Dr- drive it. Driven. I drive it. <laughs> you was driving that thing. I don't, just listen. It's, okay. Sometimes Guys, the, the shop just, just jumps out my soul and I can't help it. <laughs> can we please just try to get one right? No. Okay. Is that a a 1995 Honda Accord? Awesome. Maybe. B, a 2005 Jeep Wrangler. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. C, a 2006 Dodge Durango. Oh, a Durango. Not a Durango. I, we, can, we can rule out the Durango. I think. Can we rule out the Durango? I'm ruling out the Durango. Rule out the Durango. Yay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So still not right, but not wrong. <laughs> All right. So 50 50 on Wranglers have, <laughs> Wranglers have surprisingly bitch ass horns, from what I recall. Mm. No bitch horn. They okay. Do it. <laughs> a 1995 Honda Accord. Or a 2005 Jeep Wrangler. That's but, an Accord. But I think that okay. it's, it's weak. So I feel like this is an older model car. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Audrey on this one. We're we're either gonna we're either gonna show me the Accord. A 1995 Honda Accord. Good news, guys. You totally struck out. Oh awesome. my god. Love that. Yeah, I, that's that's what I was yeah. actually trying to do. That is yeah, a, that is a bitch ass <laughs> Wrangler horn. 2005 Jeep Wrangler. Shut horn. up. <laughs> Why is this kid Why do you doing our this job? Kid so much? Why is this kid doing our job? We don't know him. Get out of the show. It, it's from Tony's car reviews. Tony. Tony. Baby Tony. The tiny toddler Tony. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Mm, Audrey, I think you'll like this. This is some high-level thinking here. Uh, police had to respond to a report of a suspicious person just after midnight in a parking lot in an apartment complex. Officers said that he found a man standing next to a 1998 Buick that was on fire. Oh, okay. Casual setting. The man, identified as a 26-year-old named Austin, told the officer that the vehicle was his and that he set it on fire in order to stop people from stealing the items inside. That is, you know, some forethought. He really mm-hmm. was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that nobody has the access to my car. And so you I'm just can't torch steal it. my stuff if I just burn it to the ground. If I don't first. have a car. Again, There's nowhere for you to steal things thinking. from if yes. I get rid of the thing that you would Dude, open the door in order to steal my things from. You know he was probably smoking weed inside of that car and got on that plush cloth interior mm-hmm. and just set up in flames. I Are you saying that he was humping his interior? No, so no. He had some friction. And I mean, maybe some flames. Have you ever uh, made love in the back of a Buick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those seats, man. I've also Ooh. got an old fashioned in the Yuck. back of a 1992 uh, <laughs> Chrysler New Yorker. The wow, a one New of the Yorker. K cars. Okay, that is. <laughs> yeah. awesome. in a garage. No, yeah. oh, in a garage. Ah, why? Why in the garage? Just go. And it wasn't out even an attached garage. garage. It was a detached, a detached garage. garage. Oh, no. were you young enough to where you? I was, in, go- I was in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to be careful. Was this in Missouri? Was it, was it during the cold months? Yeah, it wasn't. Because the, the you guys were like Jack and Rose. Yeah. <laughs> you guys well, went into we the Jack car. And yeah. Oh. <laughs> Literally, that you were. You were Jack. Oh, how sweet. What a memory. Uh, uh, this this gentleman, 34 years old, Pete Filiberto, who is a city councilman for Palm Bay, Florida, was driving his motorcycle when the cops tried to pull him over. He sped away in a nearby neighborhood. Councilmen do not need to be driving motorcycles. The, the officer pursued him. At some point, he tried to execute a U-turn, lost control, dumped his bike, 
The officer caught up with him, detected a strong scent of alcohol in his breath, took him into custody. Uh, the officer also found, and guy, again, this guy's on the city council. Okay. So he's hammered riding a motorcycle, which is incredibly Horrible. dangerous. Yeah. That's how you die. Uh, they also found... Ten grams of cocaine hidden in his shoe. Oh, that's, he was he was sober enough <laughs> in his <laughs> in his shoe. You know, this is this is a guy who you know what he deserves to get caught because he wasn't committing. If you if he was real committed, he wouldn't that that coke wouldn't have been in his shoe. Would have been somewhere else in his nose, in his butt. <laughs> so if you are a councilman or a judge or anybody who makes laws, the president of the United States, you don't get to be a motorcycle driver nope. like you just don't get it like i feel like there's certain fact, things let's just that go you ahead just and take can't a step do for, and it's further, joe bikes in general mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah motored or not anything with two wheels get off of it <laughs> oh poor little joe oh. this is the dave and mahoney this show is the dave and mahoney show yeah um dave and mahoney present uh would you like special curling fries? Fast, fast, fast food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. Audrey, if you could be honest for just a moment, mm-hmm. do you ever get starstruck sitting right next to the world's leading fast food expert? I mean, sometimes it's hard to handle um, just being in his shadow all of yeah. the time. You know, yeah. like sometimes I have to quite literally just move forward a little bit um, mm-hmm. and get some of the light that comes yeah, in through this shadow. window yeah. in the morning. All um, that fast food has made him a large shadow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant by that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just meant that. He is just a leading expert in the fast food um, industry and mm-hmm. so much knowledge. He's a he's a wealth of knowledge. I have oftentimes thought about leaving the show to just become a fast food consultant. Well, you should. <laughs> you absolutely should. I mean, you're like the Alex Trebek of trivia for fast food. Well, you think about some of these, you know, the, you have all these fine dining shows mm. on like the Food Network, and you know, like the, you see these high end like diners, chefs. dives, and drive-ins. But where, where where's the people who are focusing on fast food? Like yeah, who's gotcha. gonna make who's gonna make a, a rallies? Who's gonna turn that around? This guy right here. That's checkers. My, yeah, you see that maroon quarter zip sweater that he's wearing? He means business. Merino wool. Merino wool. Merino wool. All right, so here we go. We got three. You guys playing together today? Good luck. Uh, there is uh, going to be multiple choice for each one of these to try okay. to figure out which fast food restaurant the uh, the freakout happened in. But these are real life meltdowns from across the great land. Here we go. The first one is, I guess, corporate added a free coffee coupon to their website. The employees weren't informed, and boy, was this customer very angry. No, because because the public do have a right to know. The public do have a right to know when you're denying us filtered co- free filtered coffee when it's advertised on your website. I'm not denying you anything. Really? But did you not say that the management has not told you about the free filtered coffee? I don't remember this episode of Peaky Blinder. (laughs) Down Abbey. Down Abbey. Oh, very Downton. Oh, I love that show, too. What'd you call it? Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. It's two words. It's Downton Abbey. That's what I said. said, You said said Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Can you say it? Nah. Okay. (laughs) Was that A, a Dunkin' Donuts? No. B, a Starbucks, or C, a green and tonic? Well, I don't know what that is, so can we eliminate whatever that is? The green and tonic? Screw green and tonic. Yeah, screw you. Yeah, yeah we don't even you know what here. you are. So Get out of this here. this is overseas because you can hear how polite, I mean, even with her carrying at her level, I love this is the fast food freakouts from uh, the UK, right? Right. Like she's like slightly aggressive and angry about a coupon not working. That's why you guys lost voice. the war. You're too nice. Uh, I do know that there <laughs> are. Peaches. I do Would you know like that, some tea? I do know that there's Starbucks over there on in uh, in in the UK. 
But I also believe that they just now started to add Duncan's as well. So I don't think we can eliminate Duncan on that. I'm going Starbies. I think you go pound for pound, but <sighs> let's hear They've one more time. They've got tea at Starbucks. One more time. Dave. And I feel like they they really do drink a lot of tea over there. No, because, because the public do have a right to know. The public do have a right to know when you're denying us filtered co- free filtered coffee when it's advertised on your website. I'm not denying you anything. Really? But did you not say that the management has not told you about the free filtered coffee? It's a good observation, Audrey. There's a lot of clanking There's in the background. There's not that much movement in a Dunkin'. Okay. There's just not. So you're going Starbucks? I'm also going to go Starbucks. So Audrey Starbucks, Mahoney Starbucks, both of you. Correct. I always, whenever I hear British accents, I always have, because, you know, obviously we have all kinds of dialects across the United States, depending on what region you live in. And I've just never visited, you know, Britain, just anywhere Mm -hmm. in the UK, really. And I just always wonder, I'm like, is that north or is that south? Like, where where is that? I feel like that was north. No, if you want to know south UK, uh, that's more proper. It's Australia. Oh, that's true. Like that's their southern. That's their like southern isn't South accent. Br- like, isn't South Britain more like proper, like London? So the more the more London esque, the more you can understand it. And then just like in the United States, the further you get into the sticks, you're like, what? So <laughs> what? that's the north, huh? No, there's 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 no, sticks all over. No, but like there's, London's in the south of of the UK, right? See, we are stupid. Oh boy, we're pretty. Not we smart. are dumb and we're uncultured. I don't even rules. know about Northern my heritage. Like, you got <laughs> Ireland up yeah, there. Yes, yeah, so that's why it becomes a little bit harder to understand. All right, here we go to number two. Uh, this man I thinks can he knows the Irish just fine. Audrey. I can't. Why do you hate the Irish? <laughs> Speak more English. <laughs> uh, this this man thinks he knows the law better than everyone. We love these people. I'm in public domain. No, this is private, sir. Not when I'm here. I can video record all of my actions anywhere I go. It does not say posted anywhere on this building. I don't care what your manager says. I know my legal right as an American citizen, and I'm allowed to videotape everything I do. That's, Good is Lord, that true? Tase him right now. Of course it's not. Hold there on. is plenty of stipulations as to spots you can and cannot is that Jordan, videotape. Is that Fed Smoker? Is that what? Fed Smoker. What is Fed Smoker? Who's the Fed Smoker? I don't know who that is. Jordan okay. doesn't know if, who if the Fed Smoker is. Then it's not him. Okay. So, okay. So, but no, really, I do have a question. So this guy is claiming that because he is in a public like place... Because it's not privately owned. McDonald's aren't private. Sure, they're all. Yeah. They're, yes, they are. They're are, not owned by the private? government. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, then. Mm. Yeah. Just because you're like in a public place doesn't mean you can willy nilly record. You can't bust out your phone and start recording people in a locker room at okay, a gym, right? But people do. Yeah, they they shouldn't be able to. Mm, I got but questions, it's, but it's also not your legal right to just start recording right. everyone. It's not water. a constitutional right. Okay. Sounds like a moron. Checks out is a moron. Is options? that a a Burger King? B a Subway? C McDonald's? Let me hear it one more time. All right, I'm in public domain. No, this is private, sir. Not when I'm here. I can video record all of my actions anywhere I go. It does not say posted anywhere on this building. I don't care what your manager says. I know my legal right as an American citizen, and I'm allowed to videotape everything I do. No, you're not. But I feel like this is a subway in a truck stop. Okay, Burger King, Subway, McDonald's. Mahoney's going subway in a truck stop specifically. Audrey? McDonald's. 
Both of you wrong. As a Burger King, that's a Burger King. That's a Burger loud King Burger King. A truck stop. Yeah, bur- <laughs> in a truck stop. Because I, you know, I was I was basing it upon the amount of employees. There was yeah, only one, like em- a, one yeah. employee trip at McDonald's. You're going to get multiple. That's right. true. That's true. McDonald's so. would have a lot of. Right. Okay. So we got one right, one wrong, third and final one. Here we go. This uh, this man placed a mobile order, and they asked him to pull up front, but he is refusing. So Chick-fil-A. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so what we do, because we have this timer. I understand that. So I know. I know. I, no, I know how y'all's policies work. We will pull you. Call your front. boss. Call your district manager. I'm not calling anybody. Call your district manager. You call. No, ma'am. Call the police on what? I will, because you won't move out. You, you're going to lose your job. I hope you know that. Okay, well, go ahead. You re- you really want to lose your job? Hey, do what you got to do. If you think you can control me having a job, then you go ahead. <laughs> love her. I love she her. She is a boss. Let him know. Is that A, an Arby's, B, a Dunkin' Donuts, or C, a Krispy Kreme? Dunkin'. I think it's Dunkin'. Dunkin' is the first thing that came to mind. Ah, oh, man, you guys got it. Oh, right. Dunking all these fools. That's what we're doing, aren't we? Also, if I am working in fast food, I want to talk to every single person like her because guess what? I can find another job pretty swift. Yeah, there's, Fire a, there's another place across the street that Fire will hire me. me. Fire me. Mm-hmm. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So tragedy struck my house last night. I was enjoying a nice, peaceful evening of sleep when all of a sudden all hell broke loose, and I'll explain why. You it is dramatic. Were, you were very sleepy yesterday because we, talk, we talked in the afternoon, and uh-huh. you had just woken up from a nap. You took I, a yeah, nap? Took and you don't nap. normally take a nap because I had texted you, and I didn't hear from you. I'm like, uh, maybe he's on a business call. Something's nope. going on. Just a sleepy Napping. little man. Yeah, so the night before, it was just one of those nights because like, we have you know a couple of kids that will come jump in bed every night with us. Or, when are you going to kick them out? Out. It's you know I want to Dave. kick them out, but at the same time I don't because it's a very finite amount of time that that happens, and they're just sweet little kids. They, but so, before you know, it, they're gonna be fifteen. You ain't, you ain't sleeping here in fifteen. <laughs> no, you're not a cute little kid anymore. You're an adult. Get out. So, but they, so so when does the when they stop being cute? Yeah, that's what yeah. it's gonna be I'll, when they I'll start. Be, you're, stop like, you're not being cute, cute anymore. Get out of out of here. Sorry. <laughs> But so, you know, the seven-year-old and the four-year-old, you know, we put them to bed in their own beds, but then they make their way over to our room normally at some point during the night, unless they manage to sleep through the night in their mm-hmm. own bed. Uh, but last night, something egregious happened. So I'm sleeping, my wife's sleeping, and the girls are sleeping, okay. including the baby who's still in our room right now. Because Poor she Duke. Just, He's the only one who doesn't get to sleep with y'all. No, he is living his life how he wants to be. He's in a fact, king. I want to go sleep in his room. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I should. He's the As only one I, sleeping you know alone. What? And I might after what happened last night. What happened? Everyone is peacefully sleeping. All of a sudden, I hear the baby crying, but not like a normal, just like, hey, I want a boob or whatever. Like yeah. it's, It was like something had really bothered her to the point where it was like she was upset. So, I mean, you start thinking, what, like scorpion? A ghost. You think a, a spider? A, a ghost, yeah. Spider, ghost, scorpion, sure, all those sure. things. A ghost is just and giving it, her a little tip. Scorpion, ghost? It wakes oh, me up. Scorpion king. And and then I realize what it is. What's that? The dog has farted so badly. The dog? That it, that it has woken everyone in the bed up where my, 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 my seven-year-old is sitting here going, ew, and my, my wife is now starting to wake up. The baby is crying. And the catch here is that we don't have a dog. Yeah, that's why I'm so confused. <laughs> the look I was just giving, I was like, so, did the ghost, some, ghost somebody, dog, your dog, somebody ghost farted so badly that it woke up 
Everybody. Whose farts? I don't know. Why do you keep denying your farts? It's not. I I don't. I'm being you honest here. I don't. You keep denying your farts. I don't think it was me. I don't think it was me. Jordan's so you're just saying you your wife that? just rips it so horribly that she woke up the entire family? So don't you, don't How you many people are in this room? You've got little kids. You said your your seven-year-old? Seven-year-old, four-year-old, uh, ten-month-old, and then my wife and I. It's a lot. And it's probably not the baby because the baby would not have, I mean. The baby. No, babies the, be stinking. No, babies be stinking. But like sure, this, but this, if, you, if you smoked out an entire, if you, you like smoked out the whole room. The, yeah. the diaper would have been. But also yeah, the baby yeah. wouldn't have been the one to. First, alert everyone else to her the belly smell. No, the, yeah, no. This 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 child was was trying to alert the family that there is a Help. propane leak. Gas leak. You were going to die of carbon <laughs> monoxide. That's right. So, did you guys do the sniff test? No, 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 no butt sniffing. Because no, my poor seven year old just goes, oh god, and covers her head. <laughs> she went under the covers. That's the no, worst place no, to no, go. No, she did it with her arms. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like, like she going was into a bomb shelter. This had to be you. What's that? Had to be. You. I don't it think had to so. You. I don't think Dave. so. Definitely my wife. You had dinner out. You ate dinner out. Uh huh. You had a bunch of coffee yesterday. Ew, yeah. Coffee. You guys had coffee and then went to go get fish. Yeah, I had <laughs> coffee and fish. Fish farts. <laughs> sushi. You guys had sushi fish farts. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, <laughs> that was. I mean, really? That's did never... you and your wife have a conversation about who it was? No, nah, man. I just I, I tried to just roll over and go back to sleep. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, this family stinks. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Are you an old? <laughs> Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. Eight three three Yo Dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I'm starting to think that retirement isn't an age. It's more of a financial status. Anyone else agree? Message deleted. Who's going to be able to retire? Yeah, no, I mean, like, we, like, I've got a couple of friends that have done very well for themselves as entrepreneurs or whatever, and Annoying. they can just kind of retire now if they want to. And I'm like, but well, I first feel, off, you. What a flex. <laughs> Secondly, I envy you. But also, I feel like everybody who's at that level who could retire probably doesn't want to retire. They don't want to because they, they just, that's yeah. what, not, the, the reason they're in the position they are is because the way that they have a drive. Yeah, and, and normally they they're very good at what they do, so it's not that hard for them, or they really enjoy it. You know what? I'm an overachiever. I want to work till I'm dead. Well, don't good worry. Thinking. You know? that's good what thinking. They, that's, that's what, uh, that's that's what, what I've been want. instilled with, yeah. you know? That's what they Ever. want for you, too. Hard yeah. work. They yeah. just want me to be, you know, chasing the American dream We don't need education. Forever. We that's don't right. need education anymore. We're going to get children working at six years old. So Hell yeah, yeah, man. Get them back in their minds. Yeah, like, man. Like, what are, we, what, are we, what are we doing Your here? little tiny hands are perfect for making yeah. bullets. You're dexterous. <laughs> You're very dexterous. <laughs> making bullets. Shoes. And sewing clothes. You guys are doing such good jobs with your teeny little hands. So, I mean... And also, my old and feeble hands are going to be so good at doing the little check mark on your receipts to make sure you're not just, you know, stealing out of Walmart. Also, you know, my favorite thing is, you know, thinking about Social Security and how long we've been paying into that, Dave. Like, I never cared in my 20s, in my teens and 20s. I didn't care about Social Security. Why would I care? It's like it's just a it's a line on a check that it's coming out. But I'm paying into that. Another thing you've been taxed on. Yada, yada, yada. since I've been working since I was 14, yeah. you too, I, I believe. I love being taxed. Isn't it fun? It's so fun. I mean, I can't think of something that I wake up and expect, you know, just the pure excitement of my day. It's just I'm being think, taxed yeah. on everything that I, I do. I'm thinking about moving to California just because I love paying taxes. Just, just so more, I can pay more. More, more taxes. More taxes and get paid less. Yes. So, you know, I just I can't that. live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
have to have three jobs so that I could work more because I just love working. Or you have a job that pays you $150,000 a year and you're still totally broke. Oh, Not God. fun. So great. Mm. I love it. What a day that we can have for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Until we're dead. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you get upset when you lose at a sport or competition, or is it just friendly competition? Message deleted. We're talking about this off air with I our chat. Get mad when I lose at anything. Dave, I'm a you're bad, such a I'm good a, sport. I'm a bad loser. Oh. I'm not a good loser. Both yeah. of you, such good sports. Mahoney, his never wife guessed. has told him like she basically has had to try like, like a mini intervention with him because she thinks she, that he has real rage issues because he's so bad at losing at video games. And I've recently discovered because for years, like I've never been a gamer, you know. But when I was younger. Me and the brothers used to play the Golden Eyes and the Halos, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Mario Kart was a huge one for us, obviously. And now that I've reintroduced Mario Kart into my current household with my children, I have uh, I've, I've realized how much I very much enjoy whooping their asses at Mario Kart. See, I have kind of engineered my way through um, all sporting type of activities where I've done group sports so that if we fail, it's on everyone else except for me. It wasn't me. Somebody else's fault. (laughs) It was all of you guys, not me. (laughs) Even though you had the game winning goal opportunity, uh, you wouldn't have needed that opportunity. If I just had the ball the whole time. done their damn job. If Uh I had the ball the whole time, it wouldn't have been, you know, an issue. Makes sense. Is that why you think that you did individual sport? Because I enjoyed it all being on my shoulders yes. when I lost. <laughs> or one. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, for real, I feel like that really does make uh, make or break the type of person you are. We'll just uh, say whatever sports, because that's just like how you grew up, right? Like Mahoney did organized sports whenever he was older. You did organized sports to a, a degree. <laughs> you ran. Wait, you, you see what she just did? <laughs> I am the only collegiate athlete around here. I went to school on scholarship for my running. You did a really really good running. Are you telling me running is not a... No, I love running. I am pro running. Big runner. Makes me so angry. You (laughs) sort of did sports because you ran. So, you know, like mixed martial arts, the the pressure that's on you, like how awful it is, like the idea of stepping into a cage because when you lose, first off, totally individual sport. It's you just got your ass beat. And you got your ass kicked. But I'm going to flip that and reverse it on running where no matter how good I do at running, I can get a scholarship to a university and go there. So good. And still, no matter how good you are running, everyone's like, meh. You can no. be the best runner in the world and you're still the 30th coolest athlete when you're standing next to the Philadelphia Eagles, I can name one. Lost. I can name like two runners ever, like uh, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah. That's really it. That's about it. Okay, and so Flojo, David, didn't Jackie mean Joyner, that. Kersey's sister or cousin, whatever she was. It's a sport. You sort of did organized sports. Well, because oh, you is ran. it organized? Yes, there's a team. Is there a team? Yes, you're on a team. Well, you're not, you're not like squatting up and like running like. Well, are you doing relay? Are you doing relay? In track, yeah. I thought you just ran like the the, the, the you don't ran. Even, you don't even know what just, it is. Cross country. Cross country. Yes, sorry. You still have a team. You, I mean, but you finish individual. individually. Yes, but you still have a team that you're all on. Like you, like in many of the in many of the meets, your team score would matter. Like your team could finish first. Oh, really? Based off of how the runners finish. I bet there are so many people who did not know that. Is I thought one it was of them just named you. Audrey Drake. Yeah, yeah. You were the sensei of. Cross country running in I this moment. I am the master splinter of cross country running. <laughs> nobody in South Carolina, you were the. Uh, were you all conference? I was third in state. Well, yeah. Were you? you? Kind of, we're like the yeah. master splinter because didn't you say I'm that you're third in your, state? Look it up. You can Google. You can Google. Those, those, those records are written on scrolls. <laughs> 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 Disintegrated <laughs> so long ago. Please leave a message 
Yeah. Y'all are hurtful over here. <laughs> Sully and my athletic accomplishments. Dave, you are a good sport. You're a good sport. I was a good sport. I guess. I don't okay. know. It pays off what it, you said. Here, here's how much it hurts. I'm getting made fun of by the volleyball guy. <laughs> oh, oof. Also hockey. <laughs> if you couldn't be convicted of any type of crime, what criminal charge would you like to be immune to? Message deleted. Yes, for sure. Just steal everyone's money and then yeah. no one can do anything about it. Which is sort of like how rich people actually are. Yeah. Like, they're there's so no, there's good no at con- embezzling. There's no consequences for super rich people. Oh, which the is only nuts. consequences for rich people are as if you're rich and you rip off somebody who is richer than you. Right, yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. the, that's made off. Yeah, the yeah. Ponzi man. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Outside of that, yeah. That like, sucks. Can, can, I want to be th- good a criminal. Think about that for a moment. Like, if you're rich, and I'm not even talking like billionaire status or anything like that, but if you're just, you know, couple million dollars type of rich, there's no consequences for things like speeding, murder. No, well, no murder. Yes, uh, but they no. don't. They get off on a lot of stuff. No, you, sure, sure, you can get off on a lot of stuff. But I mean, like, where, where the the, the punishment is just a fine. <laughs> yeah, there's literally no consequence for it because you're like, yeah, sure, give me a five hundred dollar ticket. Oh no, well, why we saw Vince Neil always parking his Ferrari in a handicap spot. Right, it's a, Floyd Mayweather does the same thing. Yeah. He double parks a, in the handicap spots because what are they going to do? Write him a two hundred dollar ticket. I oh, literally no. was at the nail salon and he was triple parked. See. Like, stri- like this way. Triple this parked. Way. Like, just a, pulled in. In like a, whoop, in a Rolls Royce or something. It and was, they, or his driver was it had his Rolls Royce. And there's nothing that they can do about it because he has that kind of money. There's no consequences. What am I, yeah. He could buy the shop. Yeah. Makes me so mad that we need to get better at embezzling money, guys. Yeah, I just we, need to be better about being rich. And I think I'll start by working until I die. Every day. I'm just going to work so hard every day. Your three jobs. Well, I have one right now, so I gotta get, gotta, uh, get a side two other ones, right. I guess. That's actual, I would rather, I think, die. <laughs> then have two more jobs? Then, then to have to work until I die. Like, I mean, that sounds horrible. <laughs> well, like, I'm joking about that, but that sounds actually you're going horrible. To. Yeah. I know. You need to just, or just, you know. What? Find somebody who's rich who's just going to pay for everything. Oh, oh, oh! That's are you are you insinuating that I need to find a sugar, sugar father, sugar, or sugar mama, whatever man. Sugar Who, mother. I, I don't not doesn't need to be gender specific. It just needs to be a sugar monetary they? specific. Sugar they then? Yeah, hmm. yeah, maybe. Um, hit me up at Adriana. <laughs> Call or text us at eight three three yo dump and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. Did you not today? Both Mahoney and Audrey produced pictures of themselves as youngsters with mullets, and this was a new one that we saw at Mahoney. Beautiful. This that might be the best single hair picture that you've ever shown me. Like it, your hair looks beautiful in that. Well, Dave, I you know had a trip back home to St. Louis, mm-hmm. and I brought back a bunch of picture albums. Yeah, and so I'm going through albums like thousands of pictures that I've never seen. My grandma was very. Um, very organized like just and i appreciate that because yeah. you know i there's so many things that i haven't seen and and it really so many is, years it really is kind of an interesting window into you know your history when it's organized by years and in albums like that yeah. because right now like we just take so many pictures and they're just kind of all over the place phone the only time that we really get kind of that blast from the past is when it's like a facebook memory you know yeah. you're like oh wow i can't believe that was seven years ago type of thing but when you go back and you go through those albums and it's like organized by year there's something magical but there about was a that. i mean i knew that i had a mullet mm-hmm. dave uh but i did not realize how glorious my mullet was 
uh, at that moment because we, we had seen one from a few years later, yeah. which was a little bit more refined. Mm-hmm. I think I was maybe two years older than this current picture, but this one, I mean, there is no doubt full-blown, I mean, just... I That's mean, a mullet for sure. Yeah, if you're if you're watching along today, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. But that mullet, beautiful. Audrey's mullet, eh, maybe not so beautiful, but like, you know, it's present. For whatever reason, the yeah. top part of my hair just did not grow. It didn't grow right. The back part. It kind of looked like a skullet, if we're being honest. Yes. You look like a little balding man who didn't want to let go of the glory days. For whatever reason, it just grew in like that. I think it's just a part of my trashy roots. You know, like I just uh, just couldn't escape it. Well, it's just who I am. You said no- nice to your mullet. I mean, that, that could be a Tresemme commercial, man. There is no other show <laughs> on the planet that embraces the mullet like we do. I mean, yeah. I, because it takes one to know one. It literally yep. grew out of me without consent. So we've got a total of three individuals. I'm going to play you some audio, a little clip from each one, and you guys trying to figure out who's rocking a mullet and who is not, okay? Okay. Only one of them has a mullet. Here's the first one. Uh, this guy is talking about one of his old health obsessions. Have y'all ever wanted to try something and you guys look up, like, on Google, the health concerns of it? I used to do that for every single thing I would consume. Dude, it was bad to the point where I wasn't eating nothing because it was like, man, I could get cancer from this. Hell, I'm drinking sweet tea right now and apparently it can give me kidney stones but i don't care because it's good tea it's Man, good I, tea i love sweet tea hell yeah dude uh, muddy waters you know what a muddy waters is lemonade and sweet tea, sweet tea. it's like an arnold, arnold palmer, palmer but yeah. on with even more sugar yeah, man. I feel that's like... Why, that's why the boozy sweet tea actually kind of works, because it's essentially just like syrupy... If it's the firefly sweet, yeah, brand, yeah. yeah. If, if it's sweet... Uh, liquor that's in yeah. it, it works great. So good. Yeah. Uh, this guy, I mean, I think we've all kind of gone down this rabbit hole at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, which then we all just ignore. We're like, we're going to die anyway. I'm just eat something tasty. We go out uh, like kidney stones. <laughs> but I do think the mention of the sweet tea, definitely, possibly a mullet here. Okay. He's, he's, I'm not ruling him out yet. I think this is just a southern boy. Okay. Yeah. Just enjoying some sweet tea. Okay. Okay. That's all. All right, Fair. here we go. No on to number two, this guy uh, just loves his construction job. I still can't believe it. I went from eating dirt as a kid, <laughs> now I'm working in it, and they still let me eat it. It's awesome. Mullet. He's got a shaved head. Mullet. 100%. He's shaved head. No. Shaved head. Shaved head. <laughs> we're we're, we're okay. differing of opinions right, there. So I love that guy, big but, mullet energy. but shaved head. All very, right. very tightly shaved head. Uh, this last gentleman, again, the third one here, we got to make a decision after we've heard all three. Okay. Uh, this guy's job is uh, also doing work with his hands. He, he cuts trees down for a living, and he just had his first experience while cutting down a tree that reminded him of something else. So today I got sprayed in the face with tree sap, the first time ever. What we call in the timber industry a wilderness facial. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. On an unrelated note, I'd like to apologize to any women in my past in which I may have been less than courteous with during very specific events. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> this guy's, I, I hope a tree falls on him. <laughs> Nerd. I got sapped. Nature's uh, uh, facial. <laughs> so I want to just eliminate him because yeah, so I never have to. I just want to just eliminate him from life. <laughs> yeah, I, he, this guy's I want him trash. Gone. gone, gone, gone. He uh, does not yeah, have a mullet. Same. No way. You're right. Uh, he Scram. actually looks like a bro. Like oh. he looks like a, a, a Laguna Beach. He surfer does look bro. very California. Doesn't he? Yeah. Interesting. God, That's not what I was expecting. Is he at Canadian? All. He sounded somewhat he sounded Canadian. Very Canadian. He yeah. kind of. Um, yeah, he's not bad looking. <laughs> now you're, no, now you're like bringing back into your Dude, life. He's got no, a not. trash stash of a 13 year old man. Yeah, that's mullet or uh, mustaches are in. Yeah, yeah but you, I thought yes, you liked men with heavy. real beards. I do. Also, yeah. 
No, I would. That guy looks like he's like seriously. 25. God, I hate that guy. I do too. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to stick with my original guess. I'm going, I'm leaning into number two. I feel like number one was just, you know, a southern sweet boy with a sweet tea. Mm-hmm. And I think number two, I think he's a funny guy with a funny mullet. Um, I don't usually say with the ironic um, the ironic mullet, but I feel like he is a man who loves Budweiser and eating dirt. I still can't believe it. I went from eating dirt as a kid <laughs> Now I'm working in it. And they still let me eat it. It's awesome. Could be a party mullet. I think it's a party mullet. I think he's a party guy. He's funny. I think that he's just got it because it's part just of him. I don't know, man. That's just. Okay. I'm either getting party mullet or shaved head okay. here. Go with not, your gut. Not, not like skinhead shaved head, but you know. Just you just like, got a buzz cut because it's easy. Cut. Easy. Um, and it's cheaper because. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my gut. I'm a dirt diet. I'm, I'm going to go with number one. I think number one with the mullet, our friend who was drinking sweet tea. We're tapping into our own mullet roots here. Mahoney. Audrey, your guess number two is incorrect. Wrong. It wow, is we see him. exactly what Mahoney wow! thought. Wow. I called that. That guy shaved, shaved, head. shaved head. Walter White almost. Covered like, in dirt. Yes. Looks, looks is like, that what that is around his like, mouth? It looks like his meth lab just exploded on him. Yes. <laughs> is that a beard or is that dirt around no, his no, mouth? No, it's, it's a goatee covered dirt in, in dirt. dirt. Yeah. That's not what I was expecting dirt, at a dirt all. Tea. He, look, he sounds mo- younger than he looks. is unbelievable. Let me see, sweet. Uh, the, I hope that that... Play he's him a again. cutie. Oh, oh, he's got the curly mullet. Country boy. Country curly Country mullet. Country boy will survive. Mm. If y'all go. ever wanted to try something, you guys look up like on Google the health concerns of it. I used to do that for every single thing I would consume. Dude, it was bad to the point where I wasn't eating nothing because it was like, man, I could get cancer from this. Hell, I'm drinking sweet tea right now and apparently it can give me kidney stones, but I don't care because it's good tea. To paint a picture. So yeah, curly... Uh, country mullet, but also you know that also looks like that looks like mm. a, uh, a again a '90s hockey Canadian mullet, like that yeah. Mario Lemieux. Yeah, he's Dude. got he's got blue eyes. I can tell, curly hair. I like that kid. He, he looks like him. he could be John Candy's grandson. If yes. that makes sense, but I just love him. Well done, Mahoney. Mahoney's mullet was superior today to mine. Congratulations. This sir. kid is riddled in kidney stones, but absolutely seems like a big sweetheart. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I'll be the first to admit I was a little confused when I saw Mahoney put into the prep, how much junk do you have? It's like, uh, what do you mean? Not as much as I would like. <laughs> But you were referring to cleaning up around the house. And I feel like, you know, this time of year, a lot of people are starting to, even if they haven't started thinking about the spring cleaning and just getting organized. And, you know, there's just, at least for us with the kids, right, there's so much crap that, you know, we try to donate and we, we but try also to make them you've part got of the so yeah. many kids where. You know, you can you reuse a lot of that stuff. Right, but now that and we're on And you know the, you were going to have four kids, or, yeah. you know, you planned on and hoped to have four kids, and yeah. here you are with four kids. But now that we're done, though, you know, and, and the fourth baby has been created, uh, we know that a lot of that stuff that has been the baby, baby stuff, once it's done, like, we can donate that as yeah. well. But, man, to answer your question about how much junk is in the house, because I did that the other day where my wife had been kind of hassling me, because I've got a bad habit of buying clothes that I don't wear. You know, yeah, and then I went through the closet and I got the big black trash bags, and I, I literally got a full black trash bag of just shoes that 
I have to go through and go, when's the last time you wore these? Okay, they actually have literal dust on them. Right. Put them in the bag. I, I like Put uh, them in the bag. calling that a game of yas or nas. Yes or nas. <laughs> yas or nas. Does it make me go, nah. Then that goes into the nas pile. And yeah. like the nases will go to... Um, usually I'll do like domestic violence shelters or whatever. Like yeah. they have those, a lot of those uh, for women and kids and teens who, you know, are escaping, you know, certain situations where they don't have the capacity to take anything with them. Right. They just, just flee. Grab, grab um, a single bag and go type thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those are really great if you are donating because Goodwill, it, it's, it feels Goodwill, like charity and then they, they take it for free and then they sell it. Like how is that yeah. even a, no. a thing? No, um, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on the uh, on, on the shelters, shelters for yep. sure. And most of them, even the uh, girls and boys clubs, uh, the YMCA or whatever it is, uh, they, they those a lot of those are in your grocery store well, parking. Also, lots. if yeah. you look into so it's your, just as convenient. If you look into your local schools as well, there's certain schools that have like and closets churches. and churches. You yep. know that you know it will go to definitely to the kids who need it. If and they have they have those things and they keep them which stock s- for those particular reasons. Which sucks, Mahoney, because where do you take your clothes? Like, could you put a teen into Tommy Bob? I mean, there's got to be a kid that's as tall as I am somewhere. And he's just like one fat, the hipster. Kid, yeah, I bet yeah. he would just be like the no, most all hipster my kid. Are, since they're dated and they're old man clothes, those are... Hip. Like, if you think... You look at how like a 15-year-old dresses. They dress yeah. like old people. They yeah. do dress like... So, uh, one bag of just full of shoes and yeah. then two bags full of clothes and visually... I can't tell the difference. That's how much garbage I've got. Why as far do as we? Well, are, yeah. Do you? I mean, I know Audrey and I find ourselves to uh, when we're feeling bad or we're feeling good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Go on. We shop a lot. <laughs> yeah. I do, but I've gotten better, Mahoney. Retail you would be therapy. So proud of me. I haven't shopped for myself since bef- be- Christmas. Okay, which is. I mean, not that and, long, and, but and, still. And, well, but even with Christmas, it was like a pair of leggings and a shirt. But that's a big deal because you had gotten so used to just the, every single day, the ding dong. Ding dong. You don't Hello. even know what's in the package because you've been ordering so much stuff from yeah. Amazon. Yeah, that's a... I'd say probably that, since November. I've shopped oh, heavy. Is that a conscious effort yes. to do less? Yeah, because just like you, Dave, and, and, and Mahoney, you just... Uh, you said because it, it's just so hard for me to look at all of the things that I have and know I wear the same things all the time. Yeah, like I'm not do. I'm not getting dressed up like, to go to the club or whatever like I used to. So why am I buying club dresses or or whatever it is? Like I don't have the need for any of it. But what about your athleisure? You're not buying more oh, athleisure. So I wear the same. That is something that I will buy. But I'm still it's like twenty dollar leggings. Like I'm not and not that much. But I haven't bought them since. Christmas. November or December. It's interesting what you said about the club, though, because you said, you know, I'm not getting dressed up to go to the club anymore, but I also feel like you're kind of like done with that chapter that of phase. your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you have a couple of like club dresses that are still handy, you can just make those your go to. But sure. there's not a party that's like, God, I got to get back to the club. So right. that's good. You got to turn the page there. You're growing. But yeah, but, uh, yeah I'm, I'm evolving, guys. Mm. I'm a, leveling, leveling up. up. I right. am a lady now. Um, but also, I never really keep clothes. My mom instilled something into me whenever I was a kid that if I haven't worn it in a year, then I'm not going to ever wear it again because women's yeah. fashion turns season by season. See, men's fashion stays the same. Same. Like, so if I've not worn it in a year, I probably am not going to wear it again, so I donate it. That's a good that's I, a good I don't strategy. have... I really have no clothes. Do you have a hard time throwing stuff away, Mahoney? Yes. Yeah. I'm. I've, there's parts of me that are very hoarder-ish, and this is one of the things like why I brought this up is because... so. I came back from St. Louis and I brought back, you know, a bunch of uh, photo albums. You yeah, know, I mean, we're talking like, cool. uh, 
You said $800 worth to ship. Well, that's just records. I actually... Oh. And I was okay. That was with, you know, vinyl records. But I brought back the pictures because I put them in... Uh, suitcases like a carry on, carry on. So because they that wouldn't leave so, way more than fifty pounds. Though, I had it? three of them. I had a hundred. They they were all maxed. Actually, my carry on, my the one I rolled in was the one that had that thing probably weighed a hundred pounds. Really, wow. literally, because they, they don't weigh that one. You could have taken down that Spirit Airlines. Flight. Yeah, right. So <laughs> that plane I had leaning. maybe two hundred pounds worth of like photo albums and stuff like that. But I didn't like the most important ones went on the one that never left yeah. my side. And totally I was taking a direct idea. flight, so my I was betting on. Them not losing because I can replace literally anything in my life. Uh, as Except far for as, photos, about for photos, that's memories, and that's mm-hmm. the, you know the only thing that I care. And I'm digitalizing them now. I bought like this really nice scanner. I'm going to digitalize them all for my entire family. And I, just do you feel like, like you've take gone back that. in time that you're having to do that? Because I feel like everybody was going digital and making everything digital back in like 2005 and never, six. My my grandma <laughs> when she was alive always tried to give me the albums and but I was too young at the time to, to tear them in and I didn't appreciate that yeah. you know and that's one of those things but now as you know I think mo- your mortality is a little bit more uh, in you know you, you're more aware of it at 41 years old than you are versus 18, at yeah. 22 yeah. Uh, you know I'm like these are things that I appreciate these are things that you know that like you you can't get anywhere else and these are okay things to hoard, though. You understand? No, that. no, I'm okay. not. I'm not throwing that out <laughs> okay. at all. No, not not even not even close. But for me, I found so many pictures of myself as a teenager, and I didn't take a lot of pictures between the ages of like 15 and 25 mm-hmm. because I just hated how I looked. And like there was like you know I was working at the radio station. I would purposely get out of pictures. I remember just like getting out of pictures. And you regret that now. And I do regret that now, but I found so many because I didn't let my mom really take a whole lot of pictures of me, but the only person I let take pictures of me was my grandma. Mm-hmm. Because you never say no she was VIP. to grandma right, when she course. wanted to take a picture. So that's right. always me looking like morose and whatever, you know. Yeah. But I, it's, Too it, cool for the picture, but still you appreciate but it. But I have all those now, but I'm go, trying to make room for these picture books in my closets, and I just. Have like I have all my dress clothes, I have all this stuff, all my fat clothes, all my skinny clothes. Yep. Are you finding but that you're going to have to get rid of some of no, them? No, but I. But here's the here's the problem. The way my weight fluctuates, I've thrown away fat and skinny clothes so many times. I'm just kind of tired of rebuying everything again. But Mahoney, you do rebuy everything. You just bought eight quarter zip shirts. I didn't have. I did not have eight different quarter zip sweaters. I only had one, and my wife said she liked how I looked in it, so and I bought. So, so you I bought, bought more. So, but you also just rebuy things that you really like. If you find a brand, this is who you are. If you find a brand, you are, same with Dave. If you guys find something you really like, then you invest into that brand because you enjoy it. You don't really go back like into like, the five years ago version of that thing. Like you're constantly evolving within that I brand. Know. I mean, I, I bought suits. Like I bought, I bought seven suits mm-hmm. in 2014, 2015. Yep. And I still have all those suits. I still like those suits. I have like all those dress clothes. But, I mean, they're Brooks Brothers stuff. But you got them all taken in though during the skinny years, right? And so you can't all wear but them. one. Yeah. So I got oh, one you, fat you suit. That's fat why suit? if you see me Aww. on Tough Enough on UFC Fight Pass, uh-huh. but I mean, <laughs> it's the same suits? suit every time because it's the only one that fits my fat ass. But nobody notices that because <laughs> no. if you change the undershirt, then you've got a new suit. As it yeah, seems, yeah. I'm gonna start calling it out now on the broadcast. This is David Mahoney. A comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. How do people just forget 
that they forgot they had something in their luggage when they're at the airport. I'm so OCD that I know exactly what I pack and exactly where it is. Message deleted. I I didn't ever realize that this could happen. I used to think the same way when I was younger. And now, like, packing at the last minute, like, just grabbing a bag that I might not have unpacked. Yeah. And trying to repack it real quick. I had a couple of friends over the years that have done that. Uh, But not a gun. mm, I've had a friend that did it with a gun. Yeah, but I'm also not carrying a gun on me at all times. Yeah, so I mean, he was a, he was a former officer, yeah. like had a gun on him pretty regularly and just had it in the bag. And uh, he's talked about it before. It's not private. Forrest Griffin, yeah. former UFC champion. He went to the airport and he was traveling all over at the time and, you know, the obligations all over the place. And so it wasn't like the, you know, once every quarter you get on a plane and it's a big deal. It's like yeah, you're a couple constantly. of times a week sort yeah. of thing. And just he had it in his bag and went to the airport, put it through TSA and was like, dang. Luckily, they, they were cool about it because they knew who Forrest Griffin was, and they didn't assume that he was trying to take somebody down in the sky or whatever. But he still had to go to jail because right? that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other day, I um, uh, after beer for breakfast, I took a couple of beers put it in my work bag mm-hmm. and I forgot that the beers were at the bottom of the bag because as you can see it's one of those like never ending black hole sort of bags yeah. and I've just been like walking around like going into places with these beers and I was like am I going to get in trouble if I have these beers like on my person if I'm going into like certain spaces and places and um, I kind of got a little embarrassed that I had just been toting around these beers for like 48 hours before you didn't have to them. like go to court or anything did you then if not, you're fine. Yeah, church is fine. They got wine church. in there. Oh yeah, they they love booze. Yeah, you just just have uh, have the priest uh, make that a holy bush. We did <laughs> we did have an event day that we were working together, and I had a pair of scissors in my work bag, and they were like, "What are you doing with these scissors?" And I was like, "I'm not going to come in here and like stab everyone with child scissors." Like, what they do you were mean? Child scissors? At yeah, because I needed to cut up a bunch of scripts uh-huh. for this award show that we were working together, oh, and I had to the, go through at, TSA at the, at the stadium. Yes, yeah. and I had to go through t- it's like the TSA, the the podunk TSA that they had down in the parking garage and they were like man what are you doing with these scissors what do you plan on doing with these scissors and i'm like what in the world <laughs> like I'm they're still up, in the packaging i'm gonna cut up every seat in the stadium yeah. what, do you uh, think? what i'm in heels you can catch me i'm not running fast <laughs> <laughs> one of our chatters uh-huh. at twitch.tv slash dave mahoney gonna remain anonymous for this one uh said i dropped a bag of blow out of my pocket before Left that ish on the ground and slid on through TSA. Oh, at TSA you did? <laughs> oh, I've, I've, used, I've gone through TSA with a, um, uh, like a weed pen. Oh, uh, I was, well, before weed was legal and I was with one of our former producers mm-hmm. who realized that they had brought a weed pen with them to Atlanta. Yeah, and they, they don't care about weed pens because they no, look like but vape pens. Still, right. but Georgia's one of those states that could go either way. Yeah, when you're flying out, that's that's a little bigger problem. Yeah, yeah. and then we were flying. We weren't flying in. We were you're flying, flying out. out. Yeah, and I feel like that's how you know that the TSA like they're cool. <laughs> like, like like this could be a jewel or this could be a weed pen. You'll never know. Or it could be DMT. I'm about Dude. to trip bomb balls off in the sky. I was so impressed. Smoke DMT with the because uh, I uh, I was when I was traveling last Dave and I was telling you I had like about two hundred pounds or whatever it was a hundred pounds in my carry on mm-hmm. you know a lot of photo albums and stuff like that and I had to sit on my carry on to close that bitch but since there was like so much stuff in this it got flagged when I was going through 
TSA. Yeah. And there was this just little tiny, you know, probably 24-year-old woman who was the one who was going through it. I'm like, yeah, it's just a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. She's like, oh, it's nice, you know. Yeah, I get it. I wouldn't want to check these either. And I'm like, yeah, you might you might want to sit on that to close, close it. it. back. Oh, no. She's like, nah, I'm a pro. <laughs> Zipped it up one hand. I was really? like, holy. Just went straight. That is home. so impressive. I was blown away. I was actually going to say that I feel like after you said tiny, like meek and mild 24-year-old lady. I was like, should we be hiring like army veterans to be a part of TSA? Like, that's not good. Nah, but then you said she could, could do that. A, she could manhandle piano somebody. by herself. Dang, <laughs> after the tone. What's something that screams rich pretending to be poor? Like people that go camping or backpacking. Message deleted. Well, the the rich pretending to be poor is such a uh, it has been a chic thing for forever. I mean, yeah. the, the holes and jeans, holes and jeans, dirty clothes. Yes. Those those one shoes. What are the, my wife has them. The, like the, Great, gold, the goose, golden, golden goose, goose or whatever. Like they come look beat to hell, and I'm yeah. like, those are like those are five hundred dollars sneakers. I'm like, what are you doing? Sneakers. They're sneakers. Yeah, it's like ugly. hobo chic. Yeah. I mean, I think even uh, Kanye West at one point was trying to like embody that um, when he was not canceled for him being him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just um, it's just this. I'm just like you. Uh, Bella Hadid actually was not saying that she does poor things to you know reach but Bella Hadid the supermodel who is rail skinny is talking about uh, recently online that she eats pizza twice a day and everybody's like, there's no way. You're not one of us. There's no way you eat pizza twice a day. It's just impossible. No way. And she just posts her camera reel like that's going to be the the, her showing that the fact that she's like is one of us one mm-hmm. of us with all these pizza photos it's like you're not you're not you cannot be a billionaire and be one of us but also i'm i'm on on the other end of things because i hate the people who are just so ostentatious with their wealth like nobody needs to know how much money you make you like why do you feel the need to constantly show off like rappers getting getting robbed of their chains i'm like if you're wearing a $2 million piece like around that, your that, neck. That, that priest or whatever in New Jersey who got robbed. And idiots. It was like $3 million worth of jewels. It's like, that's on you for wearing all that. Don't what are you like, doing? Wear fake. Like, like, have the real, like, do, what the, ri- do the what the real rich now. people do. Have the, have the mo- like, whatever your real artwork in a vault. And this is a replica yes. on, on here. So. Take Ocho Cinco's advice. Wear yeah. the fake chain. They actually make them where now... They test real because that's one of the things that I guess like people go around is like they'll some people will have like the like the the gotcha mobile wow, or whatever it is like the device that'll be able to test douche too like you oh, show yeah. up like people I'm gonna do test it. your chain like because just to make sure that you're not faking the phone. but also the people like the, the those social media accounts I mean those people are just oh, tiring you know what's funny is they're they the new versions of the TikTok or the YouTube pranksters back to this guy's original point about how rich people will pretend, pretend to be poor by going camping like we have to live in the woods like you know if you didn't actually yeah. have a house you'd have to live in the woods sort of thing uh, but I like how rich people have also figured out how to make that as comfortable as possible. You're like, all right, I'm going to pretend to be poor, but let's make it glamping instead. Dustin, the other day, whenever we were, my boyfriend, when we were going out uh, on a hike, Mm -hmm. a surprise hike, uh, he looked at me and goes, do you think that you could, um, like, sleep out out here? I was like, I mean, sure, but would I be enjoyable to be around? If I had an Airstream, yes. No, I feel like if I had, like, a mat to sleep on i could do it fine but also i want heat like i don't want to be cold yeah that sounds terrible there are certain things that i have to have in place we're little tiny sensitive weak 
bitches. Like, yes. the, like again, if there's like a nuclear fallout, please let me be at the center because I do not want to live in a post-apocalyptic world. I watched The Last of Us and Walking Dead. You know, my wife hates shows like that, right? Because she's just like everybody's so smelly. Everything's uncomfortable. I'm mm-hmm. so your wife. Whenever and, like, I, watch I don't want shows, like so this seems like my personal hell. Like why? You know, I get that there's plenty of people who want to survive, but for me, I'm like, there, please let me be one. There of was a time we wanted to be incinerated, transitioning from one studio to another, and we were in a temporary studio. And I want to say that you know, because that studio was about four degrees hotter than usual, that was probably the hardest time in my broadcasting career. Why? Did we stink? No, it was just warmer, slightly warmer. Oh, please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, so growing up and watching cartoons all the time really messed up my view of mayors. I thought they were like so important because every cartoon had a mayor character. And looking at it now, some places elect dogs to mayors. Like that's how useless that job is sometimes. I had no idea. Message deleted. That's so funny and true. Yeah, you always think that the mayor is like you're the mayor of the city. You run the whole thing and the sheriff. Yeah, I'll never forget the goat that was mayor of Murrieta, California. I think they ate him when he died. Yeah, like, it was an actual goat, not uh, like the greatest of all time. Did they really eat him when he died? I think so. I'm on board with that. We should eat all mayors. <laughs> Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So you guys know that I love the character of Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis, I think, plays it brilliantly. Uh-huh. Uh, but in real life, how do we feel about Jason Sudeikis? I don't, I don't know. I don't look into his personal life too much. I just, I like I like him as an actor. Yeah. I can separate art and artist. So for me, like, I really like Jason Sudeikis because of Ted Lasso, but I also, that makes me fond of him. And so when the whole thing with him and Olivia Wilde was going down. When he laid down in front of the car because she was going to make a salad for Harry Styles with her super secret salad dressing. But also that's one side of the story, too, (laughs) you know, so. One side of the story from the nanny. That's a third party. Here's here's the thing about the nanny, though. Oh, give me the tea. The nanny, oh yeah, it is dramatic. Uh, her name is Erica, and she is the nanny that was there throughout all of this. So according to her, Olivia abandoned the household in 2020, right around the time that she supposedly started this romance with Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. And beyond just being the primary live-in nanny caring for their two kids, Erica also claims that she started to become a shoulder for Jason to lean on, and she would stay after hours so that way he could talk about the situation. Nothing romantic oh, or anything no. like that, but like just okay, but it's would, seeming he, he would kind of vent about things. And I mean, she was obviously very close to the family. If you trust somebody enough to be your live-in nanny that is taking care of your kids, mm, therapy, go to it. Yeah, you talk to people who are around you, of and course, and you feel know, like no, the situation, yeah, and, and probably can empathize because I imagine that if if she's throwing Olivia under the bus as like abandoning the family, then you'd. Think Think that Jason would probably be like, all right, she's but team. Why Ted. is it that she is abandoning the family when men leave all of the time, and it's not called abandoning the family? Well, I mean, I, I think, think it's called abandoning the family. You see what I mean? Most most women get left with the kids. Yeah, normal, sure, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's what made this situation so abnormal. I think Shocking. that if it, if it was the other way around, and some dude just right. like, oh yeah. yeah, there's a hot twenty but something pop no, star. We're not normalizing that. We're just saying that's just how it. You know, when you're talking about the stereotype of that situation, somebody's leaving. Traditionally, it's the man. Yeah, it's not every case, but more often than not, it is because we are uh, we're but garbage. What's interesting is that a lot of these details that we know about. This situation have come from the perspective of the nanny, like you were talking about, and now this makes me so angry. What's that, Dave? How dare you do this to Ted Lasso? She is now suing 
Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. For what? And she is claiming that during that time where she was talking to Jason about all of this, plus all of the drama with Olivia leaving and everything else, that it has created an, uh, an, uh, an incredible amount of stress and anxiety, and so much so that she's not able to function anymore because she was so stressed out in those times. Oh, I mean, I feel like if I you are a live-in nanny, you're basically a parent for other people's kids. That's stressful enough. Even though you signed up for that job, you also did not sign up for the stress of a divorce and somebody leaning on you in that way. Like, you're the nanny of children, not a therapist. This you're not a therapist. You're not that person's she's friend. Not, she's you're not sitting employer. here, like, chained to the couch having to talk to the yeah. guy. She chose to. Lived in she's a nanny. person. See, I thought this lawsuit would have been something like he, you know, she's taking care of the kids, she's listening to the problems, they're having marital issues, and he may have come on to her, made a move or whatever. That is, and, yeah. that is completely un- inappropriate in that particular case if it's un- 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 unwanted. But, like, just the stress. Every job. Like, can we sue our employers because we're stressed? They're not talking to us about their divorces. Really? How many so, times? So, hang on. I've, I've so, been talked to plenty of times. The reason is about the sue divorces. Em. Sue everybody. Sue Good thought. <laughs> no, the, the, the reason why I think that she's a dirtbag, and we'll see, I guess, as this plays out. She's not going to get anything from it. Is because, one, suing somebody because they confide in you is a total dick move. Yeah. And secondly, because they, they're they're vulnerable in those situations, and they're looking for somebody to lean on. If you're not that person, there's a lot of social norms to work your way out of that. Yeah. But if somebody is looking for and confiding in you, and then you turn around and sue them because you think you have an opportunity to make money, dirtbag well, move. Especially if you're public figures, and this and is going to tarnish the, their image, that's and that the feels other like part it's somewhat a extortion level. Is that she has been doing this the whole time. She has been the one spilling all of the details about what's going on in their private lives since the jump. Screw her. Total dirtbag. Team Ted. Down with this chick. I don't know if I'm Team Ted, yeah. necessarily. Well, I'm, I'm Team, team Ted, Ted last I think that yeah. they're all garbage. Is, well. I think they're all garbage. What did Jason Sudeikis do that's garbage? He got left. All he did was get left. Why did he get like, leave? Why did he get left? Oh, let's victim blame him for getting left. I mean, what do you mean? Why did he get left? Because, because, Harry, because Styles. Harry Styles wanted to bang his wife. Okay. So she just was all of a sudden, uh, uh, like, just totally just open to leaving a him. A super young, hot pop star wanting to bang her? Yeah. I mean. That happens uh, all the time. Uh, okay. Harry Styles wants to bang me. Sorry, baby. I'm out. Yeah, man. Just sure. wear that floral dress. You look great in it. That's right. We, we just love to assume. That's all. I, We're just yeah. assuming other people's celebrity lives. Like, I don't agree necessarily with this chick going out and spilling all of the tea, but if she wants to try to sue, she's got the right to. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think she's going to get any money from it. I also think that Jason Sudeikis is a weirdo for having a live-in nanny who is helping him with his own children and like him like spilling the tea on his entire life and family to this random stranger lady. And then I also think that Olivia, Olivia, Olivia Wilde is a horrible person for leaving her kids with a nanny because she doesn't have the capacity to take them with with her and then going with Harry Styles, they're all kind of crummy in this. Yeah. Every one of them are crummy. But the, there's not a there's not a shining light in all this I scenario. Know, March fifteenth, Ted Lasso season three. I'm here for it. Me too, man. Yep. Because one thing we can agree on: screw Nate. Nate, you son of a bitch. You horse and Nobody son likes of a bitch. you, Nate. This is David Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. Dave and Mahoney. So this is going to surprise you guys. Shock you, maybe. Uh, the, the couple that was married on the show, married at first sight, they're not going to make it. 
I don't. Were they even really married at first yeah. sight? Yeah, they uh, they they're getting a divorce. They announced their split on Instagram after three months since the season finale. Who even are these people? Uh, Linda Eloy and Miguel Santiago Medina. I oh, don't watch man. this show. Whoever watches this show, why? What so, is this? What uh, is the show? It is a really, really Crashy. stupid concept. I mean, when you think about it, like the nut low for television shows. Is this like, a Netflix show? How? No, no. This is one of like the TLC shows, I think. Oh, anything on TLC is trash. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Lifetime. Sorry. Oh. One, one of the same bad. kind of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Married at First Sight is a, a Lifetime reality series that features couples who have agreed to get married when they first meet. The show uh, returned for its 16th season in January. Jesus. No, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to make it. Because you've only known each other for maybe five weeks, and then you get married. Um, and I think I would be more shocked to find out that people last. So yeah, for sure. And I love how how dramatic that she is being about it. Liddy wrote, "It is with great heartbreak Miguel and I announce our divorce. Sadly, it's impossible to stay married if both people are not equally committed to the success of the marriage." Okay. So Miguel not taking it quite as seriously. Marrying a stranger on national TV has been a very painful, overwhelming, has and it? confusing process. No kidding, God. you stone cold moron. You're an idiot, uh, and I have no sympathy for None. you whatsoever. But I mean, thinking what about did you what think was going to happen. There's like basically five things on TV. There's like food. Yes. Then you got relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DIY. Yep. Yep. The occasional drama and the occasional comedy that are decent. Yeah. And that's about that's it. About it. Sports, the, I guess, would be sports. The, but that's like a whole different thing. genre. Yeah. But there's a what is it? There's another new one that farmer wants wife. Or Farber Seeks Wife or now, something like I, that. You know, it would be better if it was just Farmer Wants Wife. I think that Farmer Wants Wife. Farmer Wants Wife. On next, on next week's episode of Farmer, Farmer Wants Wife. It's called Farmer <laughs> Wants a Wife. That's what it's called. Oh, holy cow. That's 12 seasons in. What? He said brand Farmer new show. Wife. Farmer, 12, 12 Farmer seasons Wants in? a Wife is 12 seasons in. It wow. started in 2007, Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh, man. Interesting. Uh, hmm. wonder why we've never heard of it before. Mm. Recently, I feel like the only couples that I know that have withstood the t- stand of time because I was so obsessed with the show during the pandemic uh, survivor. Uh, there was a contestant called Boston Rob mm-hmm. and he was kind of the guy he was and the he's bad come back. He's the bad guy. He was kind of a villain and he's been back on the show like five different times. Yeah, yeah, very but he ended up letting the girl who he fell in love with on the show. Her name was April win the million dollars and he came in second, I think, oh. or third. But anyways, since they met, they are still together together in 2023 nice. and have four kids. And that's been since 2000. Like that does, just doesn't happen. You don't see these people Google on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I mean, if you're willing to give up a million dollars for someone that you love whew. who you just met. I and mean, think that it's going mean, to last? I, I kind of stopped believing in the fairy tale. You know, this started on reality TV and yeah. it's going to last when the, I mean, one of the most virtuous and beautiful relationships that I've ever seen uh, did not make it. And of course, I'm talking about Flavor Flav and Brigitte Nielsen. Honestly, I thought they were well, going to last. But we got Flavor of Love, though, with we New did. York. We did. I love, yeah. I love New York. She mm-hmm. was That was yeah. one of my favorites. She was a writer. Yeah. So two of the uh, the first women of comedy are going to be hitting the road together on a comedy tour. Who Love are this. the first uh, women of comedy? A couple of them, I think. Uh, you could you tell me if you disagree, but Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yep. That's exactly who came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and they have had a long-standing friendship, they're and they're great together. Great partners uh, so as be far doing, as writing and yeah, everything. A joint stand-up comedy tour. So the pair, of course, you know their days going back to Saturday Night Live, but then they didn't, they've done a ton of stuff since then together. Uh, they've co-hosted the Golden Globes, if you've ever seen that, where they've worked together. Uh, 
so they're going to be doing the Restless Leg Tour, which is a pretty funny name. Mm-hmm. Uh, kickoff April 28th in D.C. And it's going to have stops in Chicago, Boston, Atlantic City, and other places. You know what is kind of stinky about SNL is that I, whenever I think of the the, the female comedians who've come out of it. I mean, obviously, we've got Kristen Wiig and, and, and to name a few others that I just can't think of off the top Kate of my McKinnon head. Is Kate McKinnon, the sure. Best. But, but they don't hold a candle to Tina oh, Fey I would and disagree. Amy Poehler. I think really? Kate McKinnon is... They don't have the name that they old, do. They don't well, have the name. Not, she's not been around as long yet, but Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have been around 10 years longer than Kate McKinnon. Yeah. You Kristen, think that Kristen they Wiig hold is, the torch to... Tina Fey. I think Kate McKinnon does. I think Kate McKinnon is one of the most talented, you know, sketch comedy actresses, actors that exist. I mean, she was the best part of SNL for many years. I think you guys are splitting hairs and it's subjective, so there's no winning this argument. I don't think you, you need to put so women against women. You don't need to put I, women you know against what? women, I think Audrey. women are just so great. Shut up. Whenever we have the conversation about dudes on SNL, we can name 50 of them is what my what argument is. Uh, and then we're sitting here like, okay, we got three. Not in, not <laughs> new ones. We can't name 50 new ones. We can name all the ones think, from the 90s and the 80s and 70s. I think this is a silly splitting hairs. <laughs> Dave. And Keenan. Are you we trying all to know Audrey, Keenan. Can you please explain to me why you hate women so much? I do hate women. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's your best form of entertainment? You're on the radio, but I guess it's not your favorite entertainment medium. Message deleted. How do you know that? I I mean, audio is probably my favorite there's, form of entertainment. There's, like. there's a Delivery. reason why I'm in radio. It's because that was the thing that yep. was most attractive to me when I was a young man. I, I loved sitting around and listening to the radio, how it was able to be experiential, like you were able to do other things, but your little companion was there with you, and that's why I started to really gravitate towards the personalities and wanted to become one. That's the origin story for my whole career. Trying to scroll through the FM numbers on your on your whatever you had on your nightstand or wherever your oh, stereo was. Oh, no. and, I have one of those separate shelves for the stereo because mm-hmm. it, you know had like two separate speakers, the receiver. I mean, it was a oh, it oh was you were a thing. you were that was a whole thing. I just had like a nightstand clock radio. Oh, did you? No, yeah. I love this thing. I think boomed. That I'm pretty sure was my mom's, and she's like, I was like, all right, here you go. And I'm not going to use this. <laughs> I'm hand this down. <laughs> I mean, I find myself hand me down nightstand radio. The, when cool. I when, when I need the most assuring, the kind of media that I turn to or the entertainment is music, man. I find I find that music, yeah. there is something for every mood. There is something for every moment of your life, and it's just kind of it's a soundtrack. You know, I lo- like when I drive, you're listening to music, and that's what again, same with you, Dave. I think that's why and Audrey as well. Like we all connect so well. It's because music is what got us into mm-hmm. this business. Yeah, and like it's it's interesting, like because. I'm like going back now. Like I just got my dad's record collection. I've mm-hmm. got, you know, 110 pounds of vinyl records. But super cool stuff. You said right. I mean, every rock album like from the Beatles White album from yeah. I mean, that era. Dude, what? I mean, Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Zeppelin, every rock, every big rock band from the 70s. Yeah. And so you I was could talk- sell those for so much money. Well, I, I could, but I, I'm actually spending so much money to properly hold on to those. Yeah. I was talking to my mom. I mean, sentimental. The other day. And, you know, like, I always knew growing up my dad had the coolest radio yeah. system in the in the world. Like, I mean, it was a, 
you know, like a Harmon Cardon or whatever, like top of the line. My mom told me this the other day. He spent five thousand dollars in that's the 70s insane that's what a house costs. that's like 30 i mean that's what he paid more because the trailer that he bought yeah. after that cost the same wow. as his wow. stereo but that's, that's love for the game man but because he, audio was so it wasn't necessarily new because we had radios no, but it was, since before then but not that style it, it was at the and peak you, and you didn't have then. a chance it, it, uh, unless you owned that music and it, it was yours yeah there was nowhere else to get it nope. yeah, now it's like it's everywhere right? it is it's we live in a different world but if you look at vinyl sales right now they're up the 45 million vinyl albums were sold in 2022. Like up 500% or something crazy. Isn't it crazy to think that they're in, in right now today, as we said, uh, there are places in this world that you don't have access to music? Yeah. Like, we, that's just so foreign of a concept to almost all of us, right? Because we're just choosing, you know, whether you want to listen to the radio or to Spotify or whatever, right? Yep. Let's stream on YouTube. They're, you're just choosing your source and whatever you gravitate towards. Maybe you have your own curated playlist. But there's people that literally don't have access to music, and I cannot imagine a world like that. It, Mahoney, I feel like you're going to have a whole new way of music discovery because, I mean, even though you have... You know, listen to Fleetwood Mac a thousand times, right? There are so many bonus tracks that just don't exist in digital form until they, they yeah. release that version of yeah, that yeah, yeah, vinyl yeah. onto the digital well, space. All, yeah. So you might have access to songs that you are only on those songs. Well, that's, vinyls. That are old yeah, songs. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a couple hundred albums there that I have. And I, so I, cool. I bought a, you know, I bought a record player. I bought an old school uh, Marantz. Uh, uh, receiver, like one from the 70s, one that was rebuilt from like 1976, I think is the same year that my dad would have been buying his. That was the year he graduated high school. So I'm like, bought that, you know, and bought the like old school speakers just, and that's going to be a centerpiece in my office. Are you going to have awesome. a high fidelity moment where you go through and figure out how you're going to uh, categorize and uh, your your new vinyl records? Maybe. Are you going to do alphabetical? Or are you going to do it chronological from order of what your dad possibly that purchased I, that, that from? I, that I don't know. Uh, I'll go uh, the alphabet. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Go to the yeah, alphabet. Like, yeah. Go from heartbreak. They're just, gonna be, they're just gonna all be in there. Well, it's like who you're are we kidding? Gonna, you're just not gonna like organizing. all right, whichever one I just grab first. <laughs> what? It's kind of a cool idea too, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. All right, here's a hot take. IKEA is an okay furniture store, but an amazing restaurant. Tell me I'm wrong. Message you leave. are wrong. You're wrong. It's not an amazing restaurant. It's not. I mean, if it's it's good for a place where you buy shelves, Do- dollar meatballs or whatever they yeah. are. Sure, and the the, the cafeteria is solid for what you get. Some but, of the best horse meat I've ever eaten. Do you want me to blow your mind? Mm-hmm. Who wants to have their mind blown right now? Okay, you ready? I'm are signing ready? up for it. I'm a little sitting here for concerned. one second. I'm gonna let uh-huh. let everybody prepare themselves. Okay, ready? All right, let me stretch. Mm. <clears throat> IKEA is a nonprofit company. Oh, okay. <laughs> Prices are so reasonable. They, ah. they are a legitimate nonprofit. Huh. Really? That's stupid. I, I feel mean, like but also, like, their products are, like, super cheap. Yeah, but they're also made. made of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, huh. you could Why? seriously take a piece of wood from Ikea wood, I Ikea's say Ikea's mission statement. If I was a, uh, a grandmaster in karate, which I'm close Got a brown belt. I forgot you are. Uh, see, you are an athlete. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I, I would exclusively break boards from my kid. Yeah, <laughs> so they explode. So fragile. It's absolutely so fragile. Part, part of IKEA's mission statement is to Much offer like a wide range of home furnishing items 
of good design and function, excellent quality and durability at prices so low that the majority of people can afford to buy them. Yeah, and okay, it, well, also give us an easier do any escape. of that. What are you talking give about? Give us they an do easier do that. escape. What are you talking about? Have you been to another, like, I'm looking, again, I'm talk, going back to the, the, the record thing, I'm looking for a record storage thing, like a hutch. They have one at, at Ikea? Yeah. They do. Uh-huh. That's like $150. Okay. To get it anywhere else is like $3,000. Because mm. it's made I mean, like, if you're, you, you know so, better than anybody, buying furniture is the only thing that's more marked up than furniture is weddings and baby stuff. I also know you very well. You're buying the $3,000 one, aren't you? You uh, just sniffed <laughs> your way. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I'm curious your take on this whole thing where there's a bunch of TikTokers and they're doing the thing where they're showing up in wedding dresses at the other people's weddings. And, I mean, of course, the whole thing has to be chronicled on, on online, right? Otherwise, it's not real. Uh, but what would you do? Let's say that you're getting Audrey married. beat a chick's ass. <laughs> and you show up to her wedding wearing a wedding dress and she doesn't know no, you? No. But here's, oh, here's, where, here, here's where it gets complicated. It's not like somebody that doesn't know them. It's the mother-in-law showing up Audrey, in the wedding dress. Beat that ass. So here's the here's the thing that's interesting about this is how I know that there are some people who just don't get along with their in-laws and you fall in love with the person, not their parents. But I mean, it's, it just becomes so dicey because you're just so a part of that person's life to me that if you don't get along with their parents, don't invite them. Yeah, that just gets so dicey. Like, how much does that mother-in-law hate you that she shows up in a wedding dress also, how absolutely Looney Tunes is that mom to show up to her son's wedding in a wedding dress? That yes. seems like you're giving so like, unhealthy. this is my baby, yes. nobody else is good enough for yep. him than me. Uh-huh. Like, that's a little screws loose, Looney bin, okay. like lock but, her up. So here's the million dollar question. I mean, if, if you're talking about a situation, I think we can all agree, like the mother-in-law, you know, her son's getting married. She shows up in a wedding dress. You guys are doing pictures That's together. So where he's go- It's so bizarre. Is that enough to make you call off the wedding? No, you know what I would do? You have her escorted up. Yes. But I, I mean, what if that, I don't, I don't think what about I the ju- son then? Like your, your husband to be like, you gotta, you, dude, you gotta make it. You gotta, you gotta get, make sure that your mom like that's your family. Make sure your family comes correct. Is in check. That's yeah. all. That's on you. That's, that's on, on the that son. son. That yeah. shouldn't be on the. Shouldn't be on. Absolutely you're disrespecting. Not. And if he's not willing to have a conversation with then, his mom, mm-hmm. then you, then you're not respecting your partner enough to. But, uh, but what if you, you shouldn't begin married? What yep. if you had that conversation? You're kind of like, hey, my mom is kind of crazy, and she's going to do some crazy stuff, and that's just like something we're going to have to deal with because then a I'm, small wedding. Then you're I've not. I'm not having the, a large wedding. Then yeah. I've been a part of those weddings before where I've been asked to like run interference because they're like, all right. My family member, whoever it is, is going to do something stupid because they always do something stupid, but they're my family and they I want them at this event, but I need you to run interference whenever they start doing something stupid. See, I'm not the person to ask these kind of questions because I, I'm i the mean one in my family. My, fam- my family have, has told me time and time again, they're like, you are the blunt one. You say what's on your mind. And that's just, I feel like that's just how I am and, with family and with friends. Like, yeah. like if you don't, you don't. Disrespect. I'm not going to give you the opportunity to disrespect me on my wedding day. Yeah, flat, right. like that's just like flat, and you won't get invited. And the other period. I don't care if you're my spouse's mother-in-law or my mother or whatever. Like, I'm going to do exactly like Mahoney said. If you don't respect me and 
our love enough to where you don't have the ability to have that conversation with your mother. If you're that much of a coward that you can't confront your mother and her feelings, her feelings are disregarded on this day. For sure. It's not for her. So let's take this. And to Dave, the, hold the, on one second. Yeah. It's like, again, Audrey, you're exactly right. Like the great philosophers, the new radical said, mm-hmm. you get what you give. That's true. And this Facts. is what you're given. Yeah. This is what you're getting, bitch. We've talked about yeah. people who like do that victim blaming stuff. Like, how could you make me feel this way? Talking about the mother in law yeah. in this instance. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is my baby boy's day. Like, how could you ever, you know, treat me like this? Like, okay, but also you're treating me like this on my day. Yep. This isn't yours. Let me ask you guys this. I would crop too, her out of every feel, photo. Every mm-hmm. photo she's cropped out. Or if you feel like I'm in the wrong for this, or if I'm if my take's just off because I did get married later on in life. I think a lot of people tolerate that kind of behavior because they're not paying for their weddings and that the the Mm. mother-in-law is paying for that weddings. Mm. I don't think in that situation, if your mother-in-law who's crazy is going to make this day miserable for you is paying for it, I don't think you should get married if you can't pay for it yourself. If if that's the case. Don't hold me hostage with your money. Yep. Mahoney, you're so right. A lot of these people who have these grandiose ideas of what a wedding is supposed to be because a lot of women, when we're growing up, we've talked about this before, what do we play? You play like house and wife and you know you're doing that whole like leading up to the fairy tale of what is expectation for your big day so whenever you have the opportunity to have a wedding it's exciting you can't wait it's a party it's a party but then you look at the price tag and you're like i can't afford this at 25 or 30 or Or 40 20 or 40 because it's just out of everyone's price range i've got another uh, hot take here uh weddings are fairly stupid facts I don't. I, don't I mean, do the, the, you didn't charge for the tablecloth. The amount for of the pressure forks. that people put on weddings and the amount of debt that they go into, all for what is a fairly uncomfortable party. Nobody remembers with a bunch of old people dancing that nobody really wanted to be at to begin with. I remember two Blech. weddings in my life. I remember your wedding, Dave. Mm-hmm. Great. You remember it because you drank all of the booze. I'm surprised you remember it. Uh, true. But I also <laughs> remember our other friend. The wedding I remember the most was our friend Mark's wedding. Yeah, and that was, was awesome. Because yeah, it was awesome, but it was also a, you know, six-figure wedding. Yeah. That's why. Like, you want to throw a party, it's got to be, like, and who's... Be- because that's whenever it's going to be unlimited booze, great food, and a good DJ, and, like, everything is good. The flowers. No, they, they, they had a whole band that played. Yeah. I mean, like... Frank Sinatra impersonator. Frank's, yes. Probably $30,000 for just the band. I, I mean, I think it might have actually been Frank Sinatra. They, they propped him up. <laughs> yeah. It was a hologram. Like, we love style. Here, yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free, there's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Out by the trucky silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines.